Dan, so glad we were able to meet today. Thanks for coming over. Whoa, what's that? Pretty awesome, right? It's my new FlexiSpot E7 Pro Plus standing desk. Goes from sitting to standing with the push of a button. You know, I've been thinking about getting a desk like that. I have back pain from being in a chair all day, but I feel like they're either cheap and flimsy or crazy expensive. That's why I went with FlexiSpot. This desk is super sturdy, but totally affordable. The base is made of automotive-grade carbon steel. Sit on it. Okay. Hey, this is cool. All right, I want in on one of these. Where do I find FlexiSpot? Just go to their website, FlexiSpot.com. And go right now because they're giving an extra $80 off their already low prices. Go to FlexiSpot.com and use code 80OFF to get an extra $80 off the E7 Pro Plus standing desk. Backed by an industry-leading 15-year warranty. Don't wait. This special offer will not last long. Go to FlexiSpot.com and use code 80OFF. That's F-L-E-X-I-S-P-O-T.com. Go to FlexiSpot.com now. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Welcome to uh, Up Next. This is a show where we watch NXT every Tuesday night. Me and... Davey Portman, who is not here. He's traveling to the home country of the UK. He's going to hang out uh, over there. So he is away this week, but he will be back. But in his spot with a great accent there, Sino. Oh, you, 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 gave, you gave me away. I was going to do the whole show in Davey's like, voice and see if anybody would have noticed. But uh, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to pretend to be him the whole show? That's, I, that's yeah. not offensive. If it's, I, think the, I think we've established that. We can, you're, the only accents you are allowed to make fun of for some strange reason is the, the British and Italian. And yeah. that's what you are. So, I mean, it's, it's fair, I that's guess. That's true. That's true. In a way. Yeah. Uh, well, welcome to Up Next. Yes, we are your NXT friends. At Up Next Podcast on Twitter, if you haven't followed already. Uh, it's Tuesday nights. It's, it's come Tuesday. Yeah, uh, come so, Tuesday. Yeah. So, I mean, that, <laughs> it is because he's back. So, we'll be talking all about that. Uh, but uh, welcome to the show. Sino, how are you? I know you had quite a fun weekend because you got to go to some wrestling this weekend. Yeah, it was kind of like a last-minute uh, decision to to try to witness a GCW show firsthand. Uh, it was in Hammerstein, so I kind of had no excuse not to go. It was just a matter of like trying to get a good seat, trying to get a good ticket. So, I ended up getting balcony seats. And then a uh, friend of the show... Uh, Brendan, 
uh, was like, hey, I got an extra, uh, you know, front row ticket if anybody wants it. And I was like, hey, uh, if nobody else says anything, you know, let me get that. And then he ended up getting it to me and uh, ended up sitting next to uh, Cassidy from BodySlam.net, who's going to be joining you tomorrow for BD Elite. So kind of ironic that yes, two guys yeah. that you're doing shows with this week are sitting next to each other. But um, yeah, it was a fun show. I mean, it wasn't like the best show ever, but just the experience, just being in Hammerstein just felt so cool and just seeing all the surprises and, uh, you know, shout out to Sean Waltman, X-Pac, always, you know, pops me. Um, but yeah, it was it was a fun show overall. Um, I probably wouldn't like go out of state to go watch GCW, but if they come back over here to New York, uh, I wouldn't mind, you know, watching another show or two. Yeah, you know what? It looked like a lot of fun. I I think doing a show at the Hammerstein just sound just sounds fun. I've been there for uh, a concert once. I've never seen wrestling there, but it just it looks like a fun wrestling venue. And I thought I thought that there was a lot of weird expectations that people put on GCW. And uh, we and Davey uh, watched it the other night. We ordered the pay per view, and it was it was fun. It was what we expected. Like. Uh, it had silliness. It had some craziness. That destroyer in that lucha match—I don't know what that was. That was insane. Yeah, that that match definitely stole the show. After that, it was kind of like everything kind of you know you know what kind of like deflated the crowd was. I know I mentioned this earlier on, on the show I did with uh, John Pollock, but it was like all the GCW guys were losing, like Alley Catch and and Effie and Joey Janela. So it kind of like deflated the crowd a little bit because a lot of people came there to see them. So it's like their hometown heroes are losing to like AEW guys. Like it was kind of with Jeff Jarrett, you know. So it, it felt weird. Like I feel like that kind of like dampened the crowd and then by the time the main event came out like everybody was there for the nick gage um entrance because people weren't even sure if he was going to be there and that, that whole match was just an entrance and the match itself was literally nothing it was like five minutes and that's it but people just cared about nick, nick gage at that point nobody cared about the actual match but i feel like the crowd was a little low up until nick came out yeah i was you know i i guess it was because we were having a few uh goodbye drinks for davy but i we were like man is, is some big team gonna come out is it ftr is it the hardy boys uh, but then it totally did make sense with having uh, Nick Gage and, and such. But yeah, uh, that was cool. I also liked seeing Trey Baxter, formerly in NXT. He was yeah. one of the cuts, but now he's he's back to what is his thing? Because we have a Rebel Heart, but he's the All he's Heart, All Heart, All Heart. Play Christian. Yeah, he's he. It was good to yeah. see him there. That was kind of like a last minute. I was actually a little bummed because I didn't want to see Jonathan Gresham. Um, I don't think I've ever seen him live. I could be wrong about that. So I was kind of looking forward to seeing Gresham and Christian. But you know, Leo Rush was a replacement. I had a little, like, before the show, I kind of got tipped off that, like, the main event was going to be Briscoe's and the show was going to end at 11. So I expected somebody big, too. I'm like, hey, if the Briscoe's are going to come out last, like, it's got to be a big team. So I didn't think it was going to be FTR, because I'm like, I don't, like, don't disrespect to them, but I don't think they're main event, like, level, like, for Hammerstein. Um, so, of course, I had to be Nick Gage. And then, like, I knew the show was going to end at 11 on the dot, so, like, by the time the match started, it was, like, you know, what, 10.50? And I'm just like, this match isn't going to go long. And then, unfortunately, it didn't, and I kind of, you know dampen the mood a little bit um but yeah i was hoping for some crazy team as well but it makes sense at the end of the day it's a gcw show have somebody at least from gcw win and that ended up being a uh, matt tremont who i think i i guessed on one of these trivia shows or something i don't know i said something about matt tremont somewhere and uh and nick gage so it was good to see them i guess if you're a big gcw fan yeah it felt like ecw where you would bring in your your sandman and your tommy dreamer to join forces yeah they're just yeah it felt good I, it was awkwardly cut off i think there was a whole match that got cut and that was the main event i you know they were going to get violent and bloody so they definitely got to run that one back but uh, i i thought the matt cardona joey janela match was just re- <laughs> absolutely ridiculous and i loved every second of it so silly but so good uh, and yeah, Sean Waltman. So that was, hey. and he came out to to run DMC. Yeah, version. that the was King great. Of Rock, what? 
And after King that, Rock I want to see, see X Pac show up in the Royal Rumble. You know, and on that topic, Hell, like, yeah. Rumble, you know, who, who do you who do you want to see in the Rumble? Any any big surprises that, that you're expecting? Yeah. Uh, I think we, well, are we getting Papa Shango? Is that confirmed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wade, Wade Barrett kind of teased that, right? Papa Shango. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, I'd love to see an X-Pac, X-Pac show up. Yeah. All right. X-Pac, I guess it won't be Road Dog um, or no Billy Gunn either. Um, well, somebody's, uh, on the women's side, it looks like somebody's uh, makeup artist kind of spoiled the fact that they're going to be in St. Louis on Saturday and they only do makeup for one rowdy Ronda person. So that kind of got spoiled a little bit. Yeah, is that? I wonder if that's what actually is going to happen. That's quite interesting. I know they're doing what two nights of WrestleMania, so you hopefully you can do some sort of Becky. You, what would you? What what's the? What's the match that we go to? Becky versus Ronda? I really don't know what now because Becky's the character's kind of changed. She's the heel now, so wouldn't you think Ronda would be the heel unless she gets cheered? But that would be weird. I'm not. I'm not like totally against it, but I'm not saying it's. Uh, I, I mean, I want Summer Rae to win because she's a <laughs> WWE legend. And I, she should win. Um, yeah, I feel like yeah. If, if Ronda comes out, I feel like it's a given she has to win, unless like somebody like Shayna Baszler like eliminates her or something. They set up that match that maybe they both want at WrestleMania or something. Um, but yeah, if she wins, she's gonna have to face like Becky or Charlotte, right? Like who else? Like who else is she gonna wrestle? And that's a rematch from the yeah. they had a couple years ago. So I feel like if she's in it, she kind of has to win, unless like some crazy thing happens and she gets eliminated. Maybe she doesn't appear in the Rumble. Maybe she shows up after. And points to the WrestleMania sound like she did in points. a couple years ago. <laughs> Just point. Hey, I didn't win the Rumble. Asuka did, but I'm just here to point <laughs> WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Maybe so, like Alita is going to be in it. I would be so down for Alita run. Uh, I love her theme song. Yeah. It, it's like they, they tease that Alita-Charlotte match. And I feel like with them going to Saudi Arabia in uh, February, which is like the only show in between Mania and Rumble, I feel like they want a big attraction wow. match. And I can see Charlotte and Alita possibly being in uh, Saudi are they still calling it Elimination Chamber? Yeah, last I checked, it's Elimination yeah. Chamber yeah. from the super, whatever they call it in Jetta. It's the first uh, dome arena with no columns or whatever yeah. the hell they're promoting. So, yeah. Okay, what about um, Rhea Ripley winning the Royal Rumble for the women's? If it's not Ronda, I could see that as well. Uh, big challenger for. I, I think you're going to get Charlotte and Lita down the line, but what about the men's side? Like, does. Big E get some retribution. Does uh, does Brock lose and then enter the Rumble and win it? Like I see WWE doing WWE stuff like that. So yeah, uh, I can like in my head I'm thinking Bobby beats Brock and then Brock shows up in the Rumble and wins it, and it'll be Brock and Roman, and then Bobby can defend against Big E. That would be my two matches for Mania. Yeah. Yeah, and they got two nights they'll do. And then, I mean, hey, while we're on the topic of WrestleMania, we got to talk about NXT Stand and Deliver. Yeah. Back. We got to, hopefully, we'll, I'll wake up early enough to watch it, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, okay, so they announced there's two nights of WrestleMania. There's a SmackDown on Friday. They added the Hall of Fame after SmackDown. Yeah. And then Saturday, which at nighttime is night one of WrestleMania. They're doing a NXT show at, what, noon? Yeah, I mean, it should be noted that none of this stuff is official. It's just, like, reports, supposedly, but that's okay, what the word is. Okay. But first of all, the Hall of Fame after SmackDown is is terrible. Like, at 10 o'clock, like, those things go, like, three, four hours. Who's going to stay up, like, for four hours to watch the Hall of Fame? And then, yeah, we're going to have brunch with NXT, which is just really weird. I don't know if it's going to be live at that time. Um, it's weird because usually, like, 
WrestleMania weekends are shows that early that you would go to, but not like a show like NXT, you would think, unless they just don't really give an F about it and they're just going to put it on anyway. Um, but see, yeah, stand and deliver. It's not a takeover, but I feel like they need to have a big attraction. They got to have like bring in like Io Shirai versus Sasha if she's healthy or or Sasha versus Michael Sanamora or Gunther versus Braun mm-hmm. Breaker. You got to have like that really big like attraction if they want to bring in like that usual WrestleMania crowd. I'm not sure what else is going on that Saturday. Um, but if they really want to bring in like, you know, your casual wrestling fan, I mean casual, like your hardcore wrestling fan, you're going to want to have like that big match. If bringing in somebody like a Dragonov, Sakamura from NXT UK just to have like a dream match, you got to definitely have those dream match scenarios to in order to even bring people in because I'm sorry, but like Tony D'Angelo is not going to bring anybody in, I don't think, you know? Don't disrespect the Italian Kurt Yeah, Angle, I, 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 I can do that. We'll talk I, about it. I can do him. that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because th- if, if this is a true report, that means they're going to do this show during the day on the Saturday, which is, yeah. So quite possibly we'll have brunch with the BDE at some capacity on that day. Uh, but, yeah, that's such a strange move. But at least, hey, they're finally moving out of the CWC. At least it's something positive. They're, they're leaning towards a, a big show essentially. And they've also announced another show. Well, they actually have announced this show, which is Vengeance Day, which is going to be another one of the TV Tuesday specials yep. on February 15th. So it's like Valentine's Day. It's very, what, Shawn Michaels-esque logo. Yeah, it's got like a heartbreak, you know, heartbreak logo. And I, I heard a report today that NXT is very high on Shawn Michaels, whatever that means. Like, uh, yeah, like, wouldn't you be? But I guess like they're trying to imply that like they have no plans of like letting him go or whatever. Um, but yeah, it should be interesting because I'm pretty sure last year this was like not a takeover, but it was on Peacock, right? It wasn't like a regular Tuesday show. It was like on a Saturday or Sunday, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I can't remember if it was a, a, a TV special or I'm pretty a sure, special. I feel like it was event, on Peacock, but... if I'm not mistaken. Um, but going back to to the uh, the Mania show for one second, like they haven't announced the arena for it, but I remember when I went to Dallas for um, for WrestleMania a couple years ago, they had like this this like ranch this ranch that they had wrestling shows at it was like next to like this like barbecue spot that was amazing and we you know we saw a couple shows there like uh evolve and a couple other programs it was like literally like like a ranch it was crazy so i'd love to see like you know nxt totally like do this whole like gimmick thing and have like a ranch themed show or something just something different to make it don't don't don't, yeah don't take an arena and make it look exactly like uh the cwc do something totally wacky you might as well go for it Stand and deliver. Like, where do you? Do, yeah, do you do? You want to? You want an outside during the day ranch? That would be crazy. NXT pay per view. Hey, bring bring back the hog pen match. You know, do something wild. Wow. Why not? Wow. Hog, who triple, would even be in the hog pen match? Triple Triple, triple H, H at this comes point. back <laughs> versus Sean, and oh. the the winner keeps NXT. Oh my god, that's gonna happen. Okay. Triple H's write off is gonna be a hog pen match, isn't it? Wow! Look, we we got rid of Triple H and we're bringing in Sean Fultis. Sean's the new Triple H now. He's stealing the push. Uh, damn. Yeah. So I, I I could see them doing that. And you know what? I'm not super against the time. It kind of is weird and different. But hey, uh, maybe people in different parts of the world would appreciate that there's something during the day. Um, but yeah, uh, I I'm I'm always excited for the Royal Rumble. Uh, we're not going to be doing a watch along, but if you are a patron. You are invited to our Rumble tailgate, which is going to happen on Saturday. I know the Rumble, what, starts at actually 8 p.m. is when the 8, show starts? 8 p.m., yep. Yeah, so I think at like 5 p.m. Eastern time, uh, that is, we're going to do a bit of a tailgate. So come hang out for that and get ready for the Rumble. Because I think it's the fun, it's the most fun event of the year. Uh, I'm having a few people over, we're going to watch and probably play some Rumble pools and stuff. So shout out all the Rumble pools 
going on out there. I'm definitely going to be in, in one or two with you, Sino, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't even care who wins. It makes it more fun when you have um, stakes on who you want to win the Rumble. Yeah, so, it's one of those it's years. Always, it's, it's always one a good time. Of, it's one of those years where I honestly can't pick a winner. Um, and anybody could win. Like the year that, though, I, I've only been to one Rumble. That was what, 2018 in Philly? And that's the year that like Asuka and Shinsuke Nakamura won. And like nobody picked them. That was like totally out of left field. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe this year they do the same thing and somebody you're not even thinking of might just show up, just win the Rumble just for the hell of it. Um, but I really can't like pick a, like a, I, Brock is like, you know, my sure bet, but I can't be for sure like guaranteed that's who's going to win. Like I usually am. What, what about Johnny Gargano? Shows up at Beach Break and then he shows up in the Rumble. Hey, if anybody can do it, he can do it. Why not? Just do a one-off, one-off Beach Break match and then show up in the Rumble. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? John Moxley, I think we could know? see a few. Did, did yeah, did, did I think it. we could see. Yeah, uh, like NXT people. I think we might get a few in the Rumble. I think we might get Braun Breaker. I think we might get Gunther. I think we might get uh, a few other. Maybe Mandy Rose. Yeah, I could definitely uh, see. Like they're using a lot of these people, like on SmackDown and main event, like LA Knight, Roderick Strong, Io Shirai. True. Um, yeah, Braun Breaker, Champa. So I could definitely see them like popping up in it. I could definitely see some NXT UK people pop in. I can see people that like. Like a Zack Ryder, like random people that just aren't signed anywhere that they could show up. Um, I was joking about Moxley, obviously, but they mentioned him a couple times on SmackDown. You know, Pat McAfee mentioned him and also um, uh, uh, Rollins on commentary. And speaking of McAfee, I can see him showing up in it if they don't have enough bodies. You know, let's just say something happens like COVID hits and people can't be in the Rumble. Throw on a Pat McAfee, throw on a Corey Graves. You know, these always, always bring your gear, right? Have these guys pop in, in the Rumble. You never always. Know. Yeah, I could I could see some surprises. I hope we don't just get like the same old ones. I do like getting popped. I like when they get us with cool reactions and callbacks and stuff. But yeah, uh, that'll be that'll be super fun. Uh, that's not the only rumble though. We do we do gotta promote some things because we have our own rumble and it's happening this Sunday, 4 p.m. Eastern time, live on Twitch, Twitch.tv/upnextpodcast. Yes. Every Tuesday, we go live 10.15 p.m. Eastern Time talking about NXT like we are right now. Wednesdays, we do the same with BD Elite. And then I put the podcast on this free feed as well for you podcast listeners for all the dynamite chat. But Sunday, the Royal Rumble, the up next Rumble is happening. Last year, I don't know how we pulled it off. Shout out DVP. But we had 30 entrants in a Twitch trivia game and one winner Chris Elliott won the first one. This year, it's bigger, it's badder, and hey, I'm in it this time. And there's a potential that you know I could I could win it and go on to Up Next Mania and redeem myself against Fire Frank. There's so many people in this game, and well, there might be a few surprises or two, but that's all I can say. But Yes. Well, you, you know who's Audience. not gonna, you, you know who's not going to be in it this year? Me, because I freaking have to work and I'm pissed off as hell. I haven't like wished for snow yes. in so long, but like supposedly there's snow this weekend. And I'm like hoping that my job like shuts down on Sunday just so I can like be in it, but it doesn't look like it. Unfortunately, I, I was able to at least switch shifts and watch the Rumble itself on Saturday, but Sunday's a no go. Um, so yeah. I'm, a little, I'm a little upset about that, but I'll try to at least tune in. Uh, you know, on Twitch, on my phone, I'll pull it up because I'm pretty sure it's gonna be dead that day anyway. Um, but yeah, so I have to pick somebody who to win now. I can't pick myself, so I gotta pick uh somebody to face Fire Frank. So I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of announcements were made today. You know, I heard uh, Chris Elliott, Chris Leone, uh, Neil, uh, and Marie. There's a couple of big announcements today on the uh, the Twitter, and I'm pretty sure uh, you'll be seeing some more announcements coming in the next couple of days. 
Yeah, uh, I would say that you know, Fire Frank and you are actually shoot friends in real life. You're 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 close, and you being in the Rumble would definitely make things interesting. And it's quite unfortunate that, that you're not. But whoever steps up definitely can take out Fire Frank at Up Next Mania. It's going to be a lot. Uh, and shout out Dicky Bird because he's putting all these videos together. He's actually people on Twitter are like confused because it looks exactly like the WWE's. <laughs> entrance videos yeah. and that's how good he is he's also helping us tonight on the twitch so shout out dickie bird because he Dickie is bird. amazing uh damn we this guy is incredible they look exactly like the w like he's got it down to a t- he will be working for a fed yo at gcw hire this fucking guy i know their videos are pretty sweet too but this guy is amazing so shout out dickie bird and yeah you got to join the, you got to join in on the fun if you are not in the rumble there's always next year. We did uh, reach out to some of our patrons and, again, some special guests. And it's happening on Sunday. It's going to be insane. Uh, I'm going to be there. Me and Davey will be hosting it slash be in it. Always bring your gear. So get ready. The replay will be available. We'll, we'll try to get the pod version and keep it up on the, the Twitch and the YouTube. However, it is really fun to have an audience because you guys can help uh, – some things and interact and, and stuff. But yeah, I uh, hope to see you guys there because it's always a blast. So uh, at Up Next Podcast on Twitter for all the updates and join that Facebook group if you haven't. And I swear, last plug is patreon.com slash up next because we have so many podcasts coming out, but we just recorded a Ninja Turtles review with Davey and myself and Fire Frank. We also just recorded, it's coming out in a few days, an Up Yours the Rumble winner last year. Chris Elliott has actually picked a Royal Rumble, the Royal Rumble 2000, and we're going to talk all about it. The Miss Rumble contest, I know you were a big fan of that, Sino. Oh, yeah, of back course. In the day. It's my childhood. Yeah, it's a classic. Five-star segment, yeah. Learned a lot. Um, but also Cactus Jack, Triple H, the Rumble, all that stuff. We reviewed that in full, and that's a crazy show because it's like, what, 20, 22 years ago? Yeah, it was like 22 years ago to the it's day insane. just the other day. Yeah, and I'm hoping somebody, like, I was a young child at the time. I was, like, 15 years old watching that. And I hope that today there's a 15-year-old that was able to watch NXT and get that same feeling that I got back in 2000. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, might, they might just show up on this, on this episode. But, uh, but uh, you know, you never know who will who, show up. At, at any of the up next rumbles. So I have to, 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 to th- throw that tease out there as well. But yeah, let's talk about some NXT. I know it's your favorite show to watch, Sino, because you watch everything on Shot in the Dark on this feed as well. So, I mean, what's, uh, what's going on with you and your watching habits? Because you literally are a wrestling completist. You watch everything. What's going through your mind uh, without a 15-minute uh, restraint on you? Good yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I usually... I kind of stopped watching NXT live only because I, I, depending on my work schedule, I try to get the bulk of my watching like Tuesdays afternoon or nights. So I usually like do all that and kind of save NXT for the morning. Um, but yeah, this week I was able to kind of like, you know, stay on track and everything. Well, luckily a lot of these shows are, are, are pretty, um, pretty shorter now than usual. So that, that's a, a plus for me. Um, but yeah, 205 live. I'm watching all, you know, all these NXT people before you guys get to see them. Uh, so that's always cool. And then, uh, you know, AW Dark is doing their thing. Um, so yeah, just, you know, the usual stuff, nothing really crazy has been happening on the, uh, the shot in the dark world, I guess, in all these shows, but it's always cool to see some like fresh faces show up. Yeah, that, that's true. You get to see sneak peeks of people before we do. It's all, I don't know why they just changed the name to something else like NXT light or 
whatever. I don't even know what what yeah, evolve. I, I have to watch NXT these shows. I have to watch these shows when they, so when they show up on on NXT and you ask me who the hell is this person, I can give you an answer. <laughs> you do you do that and it help. It's very helpful. Sometimes it's people I've seen like fifteen times and I still don't remember who they are. Uh, some of them are on this show, and and there are new fresh faces. I mean, uh, someone did not stop at two hundred five live. They came right to our main roster, and that's Ollie J. And Ollie J is going to save NXT here tonight, maybe, kind of. Ollie J. Let's talk about NXT. Ollie J. All day, yeah. Ollie J. NXT from twenty. Uh, sorry, NXT from Tuesday, January twenty fifth, two thousand twenty two. We start off with some uh, recaps of what's going on here in NXT, including the Dusty Classic. The tournament is continuing here, and it says the finals of the men's tournament will end at Vengeance Day. So the finals of the tag tournament is going to take place on this special Tuesday event. And we start off with a match from the Dusty Classic. MSK versus Jacket Time. Some say this is a a rematch, a, a dream match of sorts. Because uh, both both characters... Char- I feel like MSK are trying to aim towards the stoner audience... When Jacket Time has inadvertently snuck up and stolen that spot because uh, their their music is ridiculous, it's like got the the jacket and then it's got the the time and it's Jacket Time and they tell you who's uh, in the tag team right you know every two seconds Kushida yeah Ikeminjiro yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, Jiro wow. with his with his nice jacket this week with with the clocks on it like all wow. these different types of clocks like he went a full out for this match. Yeah, I mean they. He he loves his jackets. He wears them in the match, if you aren't aware. And then he also punches you with jacket punches as well. But he's got the, the clocks all over his jacket here to, tonight for jacket time. However, MSK actually start off with a, a little bit of a promo where they're walking down. They're about to touch the Dusty Cup. But Wes says, or is it Nash that says, no, 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 don't touch it. Don't touch the cup. Bad things happen when you touch the cup. Yeah, then, uh, are you seeing more into? Because this is the second week in a row now that like they've been teasing like some bad luck or who was it last week? Who was it that told? I think it was a uh, Dakota Kai was like you know something yeah. bad could happen to people in this tournament. So I feel like they've been teasing us for like a couple weeks now. So I wonder if they're actually gonna do something with these two. Like I can't see them breaking them up because I feel like that's bad for both of them. But they've definitely been teasing some sort of like bad luck or bad omen on this team. Uh. Yeah, well, it's also, isn't it like the Stanley Cup, any cup in sports, you're not supposed to touch it or else you're not going to win it kind of thing. That's true. It'd be funny if they, there's also the Drake curse, if he wears your team's jersey. Right, I've heard of that, yeah. Minus minus the 2019 Raptors uh, year, but other than that, yeah. Uh, So MSK versus Jacket Time. We get uh, MSK kind of running the ropes with Jiro here. They go for this double team where it's kind of like Colt Cabana's uh, Chicago skyline, or no, sorry, is it the Superman, the Superman yep. pin? But mm-hmm. he he kind of misses it and then tries to retrace his steps for the kick out by Jiro. But uh, it was a little weird. There's then a double bulldog from Jacket Time to West Carter comes in. He hits a series of strikes and then the Bronco Buster on Jiro in the corner. There's then Jiro fighting back with jacket punches. So that's when he puts his he grabs the the part of his jacket and then hits you while holding on to his jacket um they go to picture in picture while Kushida is now in and he's hitting a series of moves on Wes there's 
lariats and sunset flips, PKs, the handstand drop kick. When we come back, there's Carter who finally tags in, hits a German suplex, and then a standing star press on Kushida, which was pretty high up there. It looked cool. There's then Jiro who's in with a, I want to call it the jacket bomb. It's the it's the bastard driver, but it's the jacket driver, the jacket bastard driver jacket for driver. a near fall. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's broken up. Carter hits this like high knee kind of V-trigger move on Kushida, and then they go for the hot fire flame, but Kushida scouts it with knees up, turns it into the hoverboard lock, but they get him out of it, and then they throw Jiro out and hit the heart attack blockbuster combo on Kushida and MSK advance in the Dusty Cup. But what did you think of the match? I, this match was freaking awesome. I love this match. Um, there's you know, a couple like missed opportunity spots or whatever, but like that counter that Kushida had into the hover lock was amazing. The, the finisher, the blockbuster was great. Um, I feel like it was like nonstop this whole match. The crowd was really into it. They're not booing MSK anymore, so I'm not sure if that's like they finally won the crowd over or if maybe the couple bad seeds that were booing them are finally got enough of this and left to go see AEW or something. But um, yeah, I think this match was definitely great. And I, I can't, I can't wait. Like, I don't, like, are we going to get a repeat of last year's finals? Like, I don't know at this point. Yeah, uh, so they, they advanced. They're definitely the, the team, I think, uh, maybe winning it and going up against Imperium for that big rematch. But there is um, what obviously we want to get to Creed Brothers versus Imperium. So there is a few different ways. Is the, What are the, the brackets? Because can MSK match up with who? Creed Bros or uh, Grizzled Young Vets? Or Yeah, I'm trying to see yeah. if I can pull it up right now really quick so it looks like we uh have msk now they're going to face off against idris inofi and malik blade and you have the creed brothers against grizzled young vets so uh yeah you can have either a rematch of last year which is msk against grizzled young vets or msk versus creed brothers in the finals uh i don't think Inofi and malik blade are gonna uh beat msk well you know unfortunately we'll get into that later if what happens if they do win but um yeah i think we we might I, i'm gonna go with msk and Cree brothers i think that's gonna be the the finals and then i guess we're gonna yeah we're gonna get that match at the at the the, the vengeance day so um ah that's yeah i don't know i kind of want to see Cree brothers against imperium i feel like but like they yeah, already either they're already, of these matches yeah i mean they, we're, we're gonna talk about it later but they're already teasing like a six man between them so i don't know if they want to like go back to that like kind of backwards into a tag match so i don't know it's kind of interesting yeah, uh, but I I agree. I thought this match was awesome. I actually expected to, like these these four are actually pretty good. I know Jiro's not everyone's cup of tea. I don't even know if he's mine, but he's funny and he can actually wrestle. But I thought this is pretty good. MSK definitely continue to grow on me in the ring. I mean, they've kind of always had it for quite a while. It's still some of the awkward forced comedy uh, that I'm like a little. But it's happy. I'm happy that they're not. You know, Izzy's dad. You know, maybe he's not there anymore, so it's okay. But yeah. Uh, Good match. Great. It definitely put me in a good mood for the show. I loved uh, the high-flying stuff. Yeah, we go sh- to Zoe. Sh- real yes. quick, shout-out to Nash Carter's uh, Toy Story alien tattoo. I noticed he had that on his arm. <laughs> yeah, take me to your leader. What is it? The claw? The claw, yeah. The he, claw. Should do, he should do Ooh. the claw. That should be one of his moves. Yeah, the Toy Story claw. Uh, Zoe and Eo are backstage, and, well... Zoe says, I wrote Zoe Deschanel, and now I messed up what her actual... <laughs> Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark. Yes. Wow, definitely not Zoe Deschanel. No. Uh, but that would be a pretty cool tag team as well. Io Shirai and Zoe Deschanel? Yeah. Dream team. <laughs> Book it. 500 days of EO. Uh, Zoe Stark is backstage with Io Shirai, and um, Io Shirai is in a great red and black like fur coat thing. Zoe says, hey, 
I'm still injured and I'm not going to be ready for the Dusty Cup, so you need to find yourself a new partner. And Io's like a little upset by this. She's like, a new partner? I don't, I don't want to find a new partner. And Zoe is taken aback and says, oh, so you, you do like me as your partner. And Io's like, ah, I don't know about that. And they're interrupted by Tiffany Stratton, who says, OMG, what are you wearing to Zoe? Did you find that off the clearance rack? And then looks at EO and says, EO, you'll have time to find a partner after I beat you tonight. Toodles. And then walks off. But yeah, OMG. Good yeah. stuff. Who do you think is going to be EO's partner? Uh, it should be Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany and EO. It EO can Tiffany. teach Tiffany, you know, it, it could be how the, to fight it, with trash cans. It, it could be the new Saray who EO kind of helps transform into her new super Saray form, whatever the hell they want to do with that. Um, okay. Yeah, it could be a couple people. You know, Asuka hasn't been seen in a while. Maybe she wants to come down to, to NXT. I know a, a Mr. Davey Portman, who's currently in the air right now, would love it for Kyrie Sane to come back. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of choices. Because, you know, wasn't there like that one year where they brought back um, Alex Shelley for like the tournament where he teamed up with um, Kushida? So I can see like somebody coming in just for the tournament. So someone like a Kyrie Sane, hey, who knows? Maybe she bring her in just for a couple matches and then, you know, never see her again. Yo, shout out Alex Shelley, because I know he's doing like an indie run right now. Yeah. Uh, he's doing a bunch of shows. I think he's even coming up to a show in uh, Ontario somewhere near Toronto. So nice. shout out. I would love to see him show up uh, in a few different shows. Yeah. Remember, we had the time splitters. That yeah. would have been cool to see that again. But we have jacket time. and Jacket time, yeah. yeah. That's good, too. Yeah. Well, uh, Tiffany's going to face EO later tonight. But we go to a video for Cameron Grimes and uh, he and, and for... It's uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick that he's he's talking to because he says he wants to take that North American title from him, but he's got to go through Tony. He says, you got your boys. Well, I got my boys too. And he's talking about Ben, Benji, and Francis. But Cameron Grimes is going to face Tony D'Angelo tonight in our main event. And the winner gets a shot at the title. Uh, then we go to the main event, <laughs> which is Car- Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams are seen uh, exiting a car, entering the uh, arena here tonight with a friend of theirs, Ollie J. That that wasn't Shawn Michaels? Because I noticed right away, I, I didn't see anything at first except her, her gear, her pants. And it had like the white and, yeah. and red uh, pants. So I thought it was Shawn Michaels. I didn't get a chance to, to look up at her uh, at her face. So um, yeah, wow. So that was Ollie J. Nice. She, I mean, sh- you thought it was Shawn Michaels because her gear was... Uh, Sean, it was white pants with the Heartbreak Kid like logo. All yeah, over that's it. that's all. But, that's all I got a chance to see. I didn't get a chance to, to see anything else on her um, that stood yeah. out. So, well, don't worry, she's gonna perform later. Oh, so we'll okay. get to talk. You, yeah, you did get to see it. Yeah, eventually, yeah, yeah. I but, eventually, yeah. I mean, I was, you know, I, I wasn't really preoccupied with looking at her, but yeah, I, I did get to see her later. The the show stealer Ollie J is going to perform later. She's a an artist, R and B, hip hop artist. But uh, clearly, she's a big fan of Shawn. Ollie J is high on Shawn Michaels, and that's why she's rocking the the HBK gear here tonight. But wow, uh, more on Ollie J later tonight. We go to Santos from Legado del Fantasma. He says that Braun Breaker. He's in the middle of the ring with uh, Legado and uh, Electra, who's still on his side. Braun says, "Sorry, Santos says that Braun is fake and." He basically uh, 
had to had to do nothing. He was he got everything from his father just from the start. And he says, "My father, I had similar upbringings, but you and your family don't impress me, and you don't intimidate you because Braun, I despise you. Look how fast you got here, and you've been given all these opportunities. I despise you because you won the NXT title before me. You were you've been here for a handful of months. You make me sick." Out comes Braun. He's ready. He's jacked. He gets in the ring and says, Hey, Santos, I think you're great, but you're insecure. That's why you hang around with friends who got your back and says, My family taught me to handle my business right away. And then what does he he yell at him? He says, he says, Skyete, which is like shut up in Spanish, which is hilarious. The way just coming out of Braun Breaker's mouth. Skyete. <laughs> I was dying at that. It's it's yeah. It made me laugh, and it's he scares Santos, and he says, um, "You know, I, shut up. I'm talking." The champ never interrupt the champ, and Santos says, "No, listen here, young champ. Things are done on my time, and when I'm ready to face you, you'll know." And then they pretend to leave, but the boys attack him, and Braun beats them up and sends them packing, and then stands tall. But yeah, clearly we're setting up for Santos and Braun. Yeah, it's gonna happen at Vengeance Day. I'm guessing. Yeah, that's our big NXT title match. Uh, I don't see Santos winning, but hey, good for Santos. And I like the, the bit about the the promo. Like, hey, you've been here barely any time, and you've already won the title. I'm yeah, upset. I, I'm jealous. I, I like the that. fact they both have fathers that wrestled, and you know, you kind of try to compare his family to Breaker's family. It was, it was a cool little promo. Yeah, I mean, we got Rick is Braun's dad, mm-hmm. and we got a Phantom is uh, yeah, Phantasm. Santos is dad. Yep. Yeah, Phantasma. So uh, we'll get in a match announcement for, for that a little bit later on. We go to a video for Boa. Yeah, that's right. A Boa versus Solo Sokoa video. And it's showing the highlight of this feud, which is uh, the fireballs to the face from Boa to Solo, who is who's then had scarring on his face from this fireball. And, well, this is like kind of the the rubber match here. It's all going to come to a Falls Count Anywhere, no DQ match. Boa versus Solo Sokoa. I feel like that's a haiku or something. It rhymes <laughs> and feels nice. So this time it's Boa who comes out with the face paint on. If you've been following, it's he's pretty much like the Finn Balor demon. He's more stronger when he's got the Mei Ying spirit possessing him and it's the face paint but solo shows up with makeup on his face uh not just the fake scars from the fireball but he's got some face paint on the other side yep for uh one of his uses it looked to me look like a a nice shout out to umaga yes for sure right it had the 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 whole thing there i love umaga shout out umaga his uncle uh so solo yeah it's his uncle right it has to be yeah great uh, Solo Sokoa should be in the Royal Rumble. Well, okay. it's funny because because this coming Rumble, there's a stipulation with the Roman and uh, Seth Rollins match that the Usos are banned from ringside, but doesn't mean Solo Sokoa's banned from ringside. So you know, hey, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just call this guy up right away and put him with this bloodline. You know, have him pissed off at yeah, the Usos for being abandoned at 15 years old. You left me in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> left in the streets. They left him. Yeah, I love the face paint. Uh, so this is going to be a war. I actually kind of like the last time they fought, and even the fire was ridiculous, but it was entertaining. So here comes Solo out for his entrance, but he's attacked by Boa with these kendo sticks, and, man, he is whacking him with them. 
Like, his back is getting red. There's, like, scarring up here. Uh, they then talk about the other scars, the red face paint on him, like the burn marks. They're like, ah, oh, he's still burned. Uh, but then I'm looking at Solo's back as it's really red. We get knee strikes from Boa and then his butterfly, butterfly suplex onto, like, a trash can for a near fall. They start to brawl around the ring outside. They go to the backstage area. It's like, here comes the pain. There's ladders. They're throwing that at each other. There's garage doors. They're slamming each other against it. Uh, Boa is beating Solo's head against this one door and throws him through this other door, and the door opens, so Solo, like, disappears. So Boa goes to open the door to go out and follow him, but the door won't open. And then it shows a camera outside that Solo's blocking the door. So now Boa is going to open the garage door, and he's, he's pulling on these chains. He's there for a while. This looked... Not as easy as maybe he thought it was going to be because he is pulling. He does at least four like of these like pulling the chain down. So it's taking quite a while, which perfectly sets up for when it finally is open. He sticks he sticks his head out to go outside and is welcomed by Solo with a fire extinguisher in the face, which then they brawl back towards the ring. Uh, and then those there was these chairs that were set up and Solo throws Boa through all the corners and the chairs and then. Sets Boa up on a table on the outside and then off the top rope to the outside hits the, the splash, the Uso splash, through Boa, through the table. One, two, three. Solo Sokoa wins in quite another entertaining match, uh, I thought, on NXT. Yeah, it was fun. Just like you said, it reminded you of like one of the video game like backstage brawl things. Um, I don't know if that like garage door was like bent out of shape or whatever, but I've I pulled on those doors before working like in some stores, and it shouldn't be that difficult. So I'm not sure why Boa had so many so much issues. Like he really was like tugging on. I'm like, what's going on here? Um, but the match was fun. Uh, I did notice a couple things. Like the commentary table was moved. Like there's a the setup was a little bit different now. Like I had the commentary table now like opposite of the hard camera. Um, so they didn't move that. Um, the ropes were blue. I know. I don't know if you guys noticed that last week, but they changed the ropes to blue now. There's a couple of things I noticed that they've been, you know, messing around with in NXT now. You know, they took away everything else from Triple H. They had to take away uh, Pop, Poppy, and the, yellow, and the yellow ropes as well. Like, geez, you can't have this guy have anything. Um, but the match was fun. I, I enjoyed it. Um, saying their names, Bolo and, and, and Solo, made me think of like a tag team, like Bola Bo- and Solo. Bo- yeah, Bo- oh, sorry, Bola and Solo, like Bolo Sokoa. And that reminds me, we we must talk about what happened on SmackDown. With a certain Zia Lee coming to the to the uh, the saving of uh, a Miss Aaliyah, Ooh. hashtag Zia Aaliyah. I think it, it, it's finally we did going it, guys. Down. We finally did it, huh? We did it. We fucking did it, guys. If you've listened to this show, you know we've on NXT. We've been talking about this tag team that needs to happen. Zia Lee and Aaliyah have finally, what it seems, have joined forces. And they're now Zaylia. I mean, usually when we we lose people from NXT to the main roster, we pour one out. Lately, it's if someone gets released, we've been pouring them out. But but now Zaylia, I, I don't want to pour one out, but pour you know salute. Yeah, to, pour one in. Pour one Z- in for these. Yeah. Yeah, pour one in for Zaylia because wow, uh, they're probably going to be the greatest tag team in in recent like already. I mean, Aaliyah's on a run. She's got a Guinness World Record now. We got Zia Lee, who was kicking some ass uh, in the last little while. So I'm excited. I might wa- – what show is this? Is this SmackDown? It's on SmackDown, yeah. And, and actually, Io Shirai uh, and- is, is rumored to be on SmackDown as well. I'm not sure if it's for a dark match or what. What? But I think – yeah, I think SmackDown must, is going to be a must-watch this week. What? Yeah. What? Well, I was just going to say, hey, maybe do I have to watch SmackDown? Well, I'll tell you. If Io Shirai shows up, I just – 
I just might. EO should be in the Royal Rumble. Uh, I think Sunday. I think but she's yes. going to be, yeah. Yeah, guys, we did it. Zia Lee and, and uh, Aaliyah. Zia Lee. Zia Lee. Rock the boat. That's it. We did it. We go to a video for Duke Hudson. He's going to have a match next. But we go to Imperium, which, uh, oh, I, you know, I forgot to say, I, I thought the, the last match with uh, Boa and Solo was, was pretty fun as well. And it yep. did have the video game feel, but I, I am getting super into um, – kind of solo he definitely is coming into his own but boa is like he can still do some cool moves but it's just a weird yeah it's it's funny like i was doing a little bit of research on on solo just like the other day and i i totally forgot that he was actually like uh, at one point scouted by um by aew he put up like a tweet saying you know like looking at the logo and i'm gonna do this and do that and then last thing we saw was cody rhodes respond to him saying hey uh we gotta have a talk and then he went to NXT instead. So I'm not sure how that talk went with Cody Rhodes and Solo Sokoa, but they obviously had interest in him. Uh, that didn't work out. He was like, hey, we already have a Solo. You think You think Cody started talking about like just like random stuff and, and Solo just got up and left? <laughs> <laughs> Cody's like, well, listen, you know, a few years ago there was a guy who did a pipe bump. No, that's, that's tomorrow's show. Wow. No, that promo was... That promo has divided some people. Some people yeah. loved it, and some people uh, did not. But yeah, interesting. Um, Solo Sokoa, good stuff. Duke Hudson's next. Imperium video. It's well, it's our friend and your. It, it's my friend and yours. It's it's Gunther. Gunther. It's Gunther. Yeah. Gunther. He says the same goes on and on. He says I'm known all over the world, but it's the name my parents gave me this patriot patriarchy of my family and his name and he says my grandfather who introduced me to this great sport it's time to leave the past behind and guide imperium to the future and start my own identity a dawn of a new imperium the whole new age the ring general gunther so are we like we're just like all right whatever as long as we get to see walter okay cool but don't expect me not to say walter all the time yeah, I mean, they, they try to have some explanation for it, like have Gunther or Walter himself. Like, I don't know. It just didn't really work. Um, as long as he stays the same, like don't change the music, don't change his ring gear, don't change his style. Uh, whatever. The name's going to be the name. He Yeah, he tried to explain it like, you know, he wants to start a new... He didn't, make, he didn't even say what Gunther actually means, which is like warrior, I think. He could have said that and they were just hmm. so kind of like, at least we know what the hell it means instead of being just a random German sounding name. Um, but yeah, like I said, as long as he stays the same, whatever, I understand, you know, they want to copyright his name and whatever the case is, but they should have did this a long time ago. They should have did it when they brought him in. So it's kind of like, we've seen this guy. So at least in, in storyline reference, he's trying to explain himself why he changed it, which we, we usually don't get that in wrestling. Usually it's like, here's your new name, new name and that's it. So at least like they're yeah. trying to have him explain how, that he changed it. It's not going to like, you know, make things better, but it's something, I guess, you know, some storyline reason yeah. for it. In the end, it is it is just a name, and we were like, we were so over the moon last week, just being like, oh, again, they're doing this stupid shit. Like, who, why do you have to change it if it's already his thing? And his real name is Walter. I yeah. mean, it's not the most menacing name ever. In fact, when you first hear it, you're like, oh, that sucks. And then you watch him, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. So that's definitely why I'm like, whatever. Like, the name is a name. I hate so many of the names in WWE. So but like, it, I, don't, I, I like, guess we get we get like, over it. But like Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, those are their real names. They never change their names. So yeah. it's like I don't understand why some people they they do it and some people they don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. But I don't know. Maybe they have bigger plans. Yeah. 
Yeah, like Pete Dunn. I'm pretty sure that's his, his no, name. He, I know. Adam, iron, ironically, Pete Dunn's real name is Pete England. Believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, Adam. I'm pretty sure Adam Cole is a fake name too, and he got yeah, to keep his yeah, name. Yeah, that's his. That's his, when his he name came is like in. Austin. Austin. Austin Jenkins or something like some. I, I mean, what it, yeah, Austin something. Yeah. S- s- same with Roderick Strong. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's I don't know. There's probably all these guys with different names. It's just it's just weird. It's it's not the best wrestling name. No, Walter wasn't either, but he he's already been that for years. So it's just strange. But I, I I'm like whatever. It's kind of a stupid way to to say hey, this is my new name. But it, it you're kind of right. They never really do that. So sure, I don't just sure. If this means I get to watch this guy wrestle all the time, sure. If it means he's gonna fight Braun at this stand and deliver thing, cool. Let's do it. Let's go. Uh, we go to, uh, is it in our next match? Duke Hudson, who's in the ring with Guru Raj, and they're gonna have a match. The bell rings, and Duke runs at him with a boot to the face, just mounts him with these strikes, and then hits a razor's edge. One, two, three. Duke Hudson wins the match. Uh, pretty quick. Nothing really happened. I guess what happens here is Dante Chen, he comes out with a microphone and a nice shirt, and says, hey, Duke, I'm giving you the respect you didn't give me. Here I come. And then he runs to the ring and attacks him, and they start to brawl, and Duke kind of attacks the the injured leg that Dante had while, when he came back from this, but setting up this feud, again, kind of from last week. Yeah, so, like, Duke Hudson, you know, he had a little bit more serious look. He didn't have his, his flashy vest or whatever. He still had, like, the poker graphics. I don't know if they just didn't update it or not, but I feel like they're going to move away from this um, character. But he's just, like, a more generic character, I guess, now. You know, he doesn't really – and I don't know what he's going to become. Maybe he's just going to be Duke Hudson. But um, this is cool. Him and Dante Chen having a little program I think will be pretty fun. Yeah, I'm happy that the guy is moving away from the poker stuff. His his Titantron and stuff is still poker room, but yep. he doesn't look like it anymore. He just looks like Trent Beretta. He's yeah, just Duke yeah. Beretta. <laughs> a little, a little bigger Trent Beretta, yeah. Well, there's a, someone else has uh, some thoughts on Duke Hudson's new look because we go backstage to Indy and Persia being interviewed. And Persia's like seen looking off at the monitor and she's like, oh, I really like Duke's new look. I'm loving that short hair. And Indy has to tell Persia to focus. And Persia laughs and says, focus? Uh, okay, Mrs. Loomis, you never focus. But now you're giving me attitude. Kaylee Ray walks in. She's their partner tonight. And she's got a green baseball bat. And she says, tonight we stake our claim. You guys are going to get the tag titles. And I'm going to get the woman's world title from Andy. And they're ready for their match. But yeah, she's got a bat. She's going to use it or what? Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I didn't really understand what the hell she was talking about. In my notes, I actually have here that Davey Portman was trying to choose between watching In the Heights or Suicide Squad on his airplane. Uh, he was trying to figure out what to watch. Then I also wrote down, uh, they're showing Ric Flair car shield commercials again. Is is it okay to talk about Ric Flair now? I, I don't know. I'm confused about that. I thought they pulled those commercials. Yeah. No, every time I watch NXT on USA, if I do watch it on USA, I see that Ric Flair Oh, so they just showed. Okay, I just okay. And what do you think he chose? I think he chose the Suicide Squad. Oh, you mean on the yeah? Uh, I think yeah. knowing Davey Portman and it's his, the new one. And, his, and his love for musicals, I, I feel like he might have chosen In the Heights. He just probably won't tell us. It's it's a longer movie too, so it would take up a bigger chunk of the flight. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's not bad. Uh, I I haven't checked out Peacemaker yet, but I definitely do. I wasn't too too high on that uh, new Suicide Squad movie, but. 
I do. I do. Th- I thought John Cena was probably the best part about it. Uh, are we gonna? Are we gonna get John and, Cena as the peacemaker show up in the Royal Rumble? Jeez, uh, <laughs> he would do it. Too. He would do it too. Wow, put put money on that right, right? now because this fucking guy might do it. Yeah, yeah. honestly, I, I heard the reviews for it are, are pretty good though. People are yeah. like, oh, a few people at work told me as well. So I do want to check it out. I hear there's a, a super wrestling movie coming out. I heard the rumors that it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Dave Bautista making uh, what God of War. Well, no, well, no. There's a lot of rumors because the Rock tweeted. The, the Rock tweeted out something about all he said was like, "I'm going to be in a in a really big badass uh, video game franchise that I used to love or whatever." So people are just like guessing at this point. So some people are like, "Oh, maybe Gears of War with Batista." I personally think it's going to be God of War because I feel like he can pull off the Kratos look. Um, Wait, who? So, yeah, Batista or the Rock? No, the Rock. The Rock. I think can definitely pull it off. Uh, but if it's him and Batista together, I can definitely see like a, a Gears of War because that's all like big. Me headed like guys, uh, together. Oh yeah, he's so. isn't he in the game? Batista was in the game. Uh, he was like a skin. Yeah, they added him in as a skin. Yeah, so, yeah. And I, he's been pushing that for a long time, so I'm pretty sure he's gonna be in it if they do make it. And uh, I even heard rumors of John Cena being Duke Nukem. So this, <laughs> there's a lot of uh wrestling video game things that could be happening soon. Wasn't that an old rumor when he just started getting into acting? Someone asked him, like, yo, would you play Duke Nukem? And he's yeah, like, yeah, for and sure. I guess they were that like, oh, pretty... he, he's, you know, but at that, that time he was like goody two-shoes Cena, so he'll never do it. But now he's doing Peacemaker where he's like the most M-ready he's ever been, so he can definitely just do the, the Duke Nukem role now, I think. Yeah, that would be pretty weird, but I would say it would have my interest uh, as far as video game movies <laughs> go. But we go to Toxic Attraction. Back on NXT, they're coming out, and they're they're the champs. It's the era of Toxic here with Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane, and uh, they're getting ready for their match next. I, I hate the thing where they make them come out, and then we go to break, and then come back to other things, but Legato Del Fantasma are backstage, and they say that Braun Breaker has no friends, and next week we challenge him to a two-on-one because he doesn't have any friends, and it's highly unlikely he has any to show up for him because he's the champ, and it's a lonely job. Zero friends. No friends. Zone. Uh, more on that later, I guess. You think Braun Breaker has any friends? Find out later. <laughs> I thought he was going to pick his dad. I'm like, he doesn't have any friends. He's going to bring out the <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Why not? Or Scott Steiner? Let's go. Sure. He's, Scott's got to be a wrestling. Yeah. Uncle, 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 Papa, Uncle Pump? Bring him back. I mean, at what, at some point, can we just get the Steiners in here and change this guy's name? Again, going to, back to the changing wrestler's name talk. I still think this guy's got one of the worst ones. Braun I Breaker. Think, I think that'll like be the, the only... Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> I think that'll be the only way. If they ever put, like, the Steiner brothers in the Hall of Fame, have Braun Breaker induct them, and then have, like, you know, Scott or Rick be like, all right, you've earned a name now. You know, you're, you're Rex Steiner, whatever the hell you want to call call him. I feel like they would have to, like, approve it, obviously, because yeah. it's like they own it. So I think if they put him in the Hall of Fame and has some sort of agreement... Saying, all right, you know, now you can have the name. That's probably the only way we're going to see they a, just, a name change. They, yeah, they just want to own his name, so they they own it, and he can't use it somewhere else, like all these other guys are doing. Well, we go back to the ring, and the match is next. the tag The tag champs and the women's champ are going up against Indy Persia and Kaylee Ray. Uh, there's some brawling in the ring, and then the everyone's kind of on the outside and then Kaylee Ray dives off the top to everyone like a swan dive which looked pretty cool uh toxic at one point pull Indy's hair 
stopping her from trying to make a tag as they go to commercial. We get the heels here just working down, beating on her. There's a neck breaker from JC Jane, um, and they're just putting the boost to her to, until finally Indy tags to Persia, who comes in. She's on fire. There's clotheslines and German suplexes. Kaylee Ray is in. There's super kicks. And then she gets her bat. What's with bats in wrestling? She then chases Mandy with the bat, and Mandy runs away. I mean, I would fair play. I would run away if someone came at me with one of these, like, softball bats. Uh, Parada's in the ring, hits this, like, running boot, almost like the sick kick to Gigi, and then hits the sitting spit-out, like the spinning TKO face buster for the win. Uh, Persia is great. Persia is someone I would love to see more in wrestling through the years. I think she could go pretty far. In fact, the team of Indy and Persia uh, work really well for me as well. But I thought uh, this was a good showing from her again. It kind of, the, the team of Indy and Persia keeps setting them up for like the hot tag, which then Persia just cleans house. But uh, yeah, and then the bat. So it basically was a tag match towards the end. Yeah, I mean, it looked like a setup for two future matches. I don't know if they're going to add them both to, to Vengeance Day, but it looks like we're obviously going to get Kaylee Ray and Mandy Rose for the women's title, and Indy and Persia against Gigi and, and uh, Jace for the tag titles. Um, this is this is the match where Wade Barris says that Papa Shango has a better chance of showing up in the Rumble than he does, so that was interesting. Um, but yeah, the match was fine. It was good. You know, a little belt action. Hopefully, I mean, not belt, uh, bat action. Hopefully, they're not going to like make a gimmick match with the bat at this point, with between Mandy and Kaylee Ray, but I wouldn't run it past them to do like a bat on the pole or whatever at this point. Oh um, no! Yeah, I mean they've been using the bat way too much. I feel like, um, or maybe have some sort of like rage match where like I don't know, you got to break yourself out of a cage or something. Who knows? Some stupid gimmick. But uh, yeah, the match was fine. No, it was fine. I liked it. Yeah, uh, it had some cool spots. Uh, I'm definitely. I would like to see Indy and Persia kind of take the titles from. Uh, yeah. Uh, toxic Attraction. But, I can see that, yeah, yeah, because they're like one of the only teams that actually used team outside of NXT or WWE in general. They have that history, uh, you know, in Australia, so I can see them definitely getting the titles. We go to a video for a tag team that won last week, and they advance in the Dusty Classic, Malik Blade and Idris Anafe. <laughs> and they're, it's like a almost like a music video where it's like there's music playing, and then they're talking, and there's clips, and they say, we are in the semifinals, and... Who knew that we could go all the way? Because we can, and we will, and we're going to win the Dusty Classic. And then is it is it Idris who says, I'm going to ask out Mandy no, Rose? No, Idris was telling Malik to ask out Mandy Rose, and Malik was like, oh, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. And then Idris was like, if you ask out Mandy Rose, I'll ask out Gigi and JC. <laughs> so I, was, I don't know what was Whoa. going on here. Yeah, I don't know what's going wow. on in, uh, in in the NXT locker rooms. I don't, I don't know what's in the air. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. A lot of, so, a lot of, you know what yeah. it is? It's a lot of love in the air. It's Vengeance Day, Valentine's Day. So I feel like we're going to get some some couples finally get together by Valentine's Day, I feel like. That's probably what they're going yeah, for. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I mean, NXT 2.0 is very horny. Uh, I mean, but look at look at start, Trick, and, but... Trick and Carmelo. Trick and Carmelo, were, they, were, they had their eyes on toxic attraction, and they already moved on. To the to the next you know new thing. It's like yeah. it's like it's like you know when you're in school yeah. and you're like you got a crush on on this girl in school. And then like a new girl comes that gets transferred over and you're like ah oh, forget about that girl. I want this new girl. I want Ali J. That's what's happening in NXT. Just move on to the next one. Yeah, uh, they're saying that that you know hey people said we could never go far in wrestling. People said we couldn't make it. People said we couldn't win a match in the semi in, in the Dusty Cup and we did. So I have to ask her out is what he says. So yeah, more uh, relationships and 
stuff in that, NXT. I thought the the ending of the video was really weird. It like cut to their faces like smile. It was it was kind of weird. But that that should be uh, the, the the prize for winning the Dusty Classic. Forget about the cup. The winner of the men's Dusty Cup gets to go on a date with the winners of the women's Dusty Cup. That's that's the stipulation. <laughs> yeah, sure. More stipulations of for people on the line. Uh, let's go to Raquel Gonzalez, who's working out backstage when Cora Jade, or I guess the PC really, Cora Jade shows up and starts bothering her. I imagine you know you're at the gym, you're at Planet Fitness, you're just you're just doing your shit. You got your podcast in, or you got your metal music pumping. You're just in the zone. And here comes Cora Jade who keeps trying to get in your face like, hey, sorry, hey, can I can I talk to you for a second? And Raquel tells her to buzz off. And Jade says, I can lift the same weights too and tries to do it. Let me prove it. And she can't necessarily lift it. So Raquel st- just stops her and says, look, uh, don't don't get in my in my business. Don't get in my face. I don't want to team with you. I know what I've been through. You know it. Like people, I, I, people get broken up, these teams, and just don't push me. So they're kind of like pulled apart at the end. Um, but yeah, Cora is on the pursuit of Raquel for, uh, to be her partner. But I don't know after this, still, still not looking good, this odd couple. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Cause they said the, the men's Dusty Classic, the finals is going to be at Vengeance Day, but they didn't give any sort of like start day for this woman's one or what's going on. Like half these teams can't even like get together or get along. So I think Cora and Raquel are going to be the odd couple team, but, um, and win it. Yeah, they probably are going to win it, aren't they? Not Indy and Persia, but Cora and Raquel. Maybe. I still want them to win, but yeah. Well, we go to our next match in the Dusty Cup, which is the Grizzled Young Veterans going up against Andre Chase and Bodie. I'm not saying his first name, his last name, because I forget it. And also, I think it makes him sound cooler if we just call him Bodie. But what's his name? Is it Harwood? Bodie, Bodie Hayward. Uh, but as, hey, I like, as, as I like to call him, Blonde Bo, and uh, I, I, I put that in John Pollock's head earlier today, and he, he texted me during the show saying, now I can't look at Bodie and not think of Bo Dallas. <laughs> yeah, he does look like Blonde Bo. He's Blonde Bo, so he's Bodie. Blonde he looked a little bit like Billy Bodie. Gunn in this one also, like like with the, with the red bandana. He does. And, right? He looks like Yo, he had the like bandana. Young... Yeah, he looked, yeah he, looks like, he looks like he could be in the gun club for right? sure, 100%. Wow. So Chase University versus the Grizzled Young Vets. Uh, we get Andre Chase in there. He body slams James Drake, and then he starts doing the give me a C, give me a H, and does the whole thing like the Spirit Squad uh, after hitting a side Russian leg sweep. What does that all spell? And then he gets punched in the face. Eventually, the GYV hit like this, almost like the Indy Taker, or not quite the Melter Driver, but double shoulder breaker on the outside which is pretty cool mm-hmm. uh back in the ring chase comes back to life with a backslide for a near fall there's then chase with like some pretty cool technical wrestling uh for a guy who's got really the short end of the stick when it comes to gimmicks here as he's just a university professor he can do some pretty cool wrestling stuff he does like this handstand technical counter to get on his feet and then eventually hot tags to Bodie who comes in and they mention he's got a football background and he's hitting these huge football shoulder tackles. And then he catches Gibson in midair and body slams him and then does these football stances, standing splash. You know, like, you know, like the football, what do you call these? I'm sorry. I'm not uh, huge into it, but it's like the football standing and running in the spot and then the th- dropping the th- down to do like the, the push up, the three point tackle. 
Something like that. Is it a burpee? I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, something like that. He hits a series of these. I don't know, but if JR was watching, JR heard about Ollie J, so he tuned in. (laughs) And then he saw Bo and was like, yo, we got to get this guy. He does football stuff. Uh, the, The football body slam splashes. And then eventually he gets hit with a double code breaker. So each of the GYV guys jump at the same time and hit a code breaker on each one of their knees and it's over. The GYV win. But uh, I can't say I, I absolutely hated Bodie, but it made me laugh with the football stuff. But it's still like early, early stuff for this guy. But yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, didn't. That, I did, that, yeah. yeah. I mean, that should be the gimmick, right? It should be like he's, he's a new guy. He's a new person that joined the Chase University and he, he should be like looking rough. He should be looking like he's learning because he just, you know, joined the Chase University. Um, whenever I see Andre Chase, like I, I just, I, he looks like, like like a trainer to me. He looks like somebody who like three to four years is going to become like a PC trainer at this point. I mean, they need trainers, right? They lost a whole bunch. So I wouldn't be surprised if he transitions to that role. He's, you know, Harlem Bravado has been along, around for a long time. So I can definitely see him taking that trainer role. And he already looks like it right now. It looks like he's literally training Bodie. Like that's part of his job description. Like you go out there and train him. Same way that Joe Gacy is like partnered up with uh with Harland and AJ was partnered up with almost. They put these like veterans with these like fresh rookies so they can actually learn with them. And I feel like that's what's going on here with Bodie. Um, he has potential. I mean, you know? he's, a prof- he's a professor, though. I mean, Andre Chase, is, his gimmick is he's the professor. We got his university. So clearly Bodie's got, like, this sports background. What is he? He's on the football team at Uni- Chase University. He's yeah. Got the football I mean, with, scholarship. With, with a name like Bodie, he's got to be a surfer, right? Give this guy a surfer gimmick. Put it with Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. Having Shinsuke? Yeah. Surfing? Point- Point break. Yeah, point break. <laughs> right? Point break gimmick with Shinsuke oh my God. and Bodhi. You just got to learn how to... Point, point break versus jacket time? Sign me up. That sounds nuts. Call them point break. Shinsuke and <laughs> Bodhi. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, I mean, Andre Chase, uh, the, the gimmick is silly. Bodhi is still new. But, I mean, I'm happy that GYV uh, go forward. But the story comes after this because after the match, Andre Chase and Bodhi are attacked because yes it's tuesday which means it's come tuesday because he's back <laughs> he's and he's here uh i'm also i'm i'm blanking on his name now von i to call him war duck yeah von <laughs> wagner <laughs> don't forget the name he's in here but he's he's not alone we knew that he was suspended we knew that he was taken away but it was lifted and someone paid the fine and that someone is here with him Robert Stone. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be Matt Hardy and and, and Andrade with the new A A H F O lifting his uh, thing. But no, it was Ro- it was Robert Stone. He got some some money somehow. Um, yeah, and Juan Juan Wagner putting on the, the the suit jacket, like you know, looking a little better. You know, give him a little bit of a, a little bit of a character now. Yeah, you know what? He looked a little bit fancier. I mean, Robert Stone clearly took him out suit shopping and made him look good. I wonder if now Wardlow, sorry, I see I'm calling him Wardlow, but he's Von Wagner. Damn. Wagner. He's going to wear, if Von, he's gonna Von, wear sh- shoes with no socks, right? Yeah. 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 No <laughs> shoes. No, no socks with his shoes. Definitely is what he's got to go. Uh, I, I would be interested because I do think he's a good wrestler, but wow. Uh, yeah. But he attacks Andre Chase in this guy. So we're going to see that match soon. I assume. You know what? This is, a, this, is a, gr- this is another case of, of putting a rookie with, you know, Robert Stone's been around for a long time. Robbie E was in what TNA for years. So that's another case of putting in like a veteran with a rookie. It seems to be a formula they're going with. So it can't be bad. You know, it didn't work out with Kyle O'Reilly, obviously. So maybe Robert Stone's going to be the, the person that, uh, can help Juan. I can't even say his name either. Von Wagner, uh, help him you know, get a little bit better in NXT. It's like, 
NXT for, at the very beginning. You know, we had, yep. you know, Chris Jericho with Wade Barrett. We had the Miz and Daniel Bryan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> lay, lay cool with low key. You know, yeah. Just I mean, that's. Vets they're, they're, and newbies. They're doing like these uh, triathlon things on Monday Night Raw, so they might as well start doing some things on NXT also. That sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> we go to Grayson Waller, who sent in the video here. He's talking to L.A. Knight, SmackDown's superstar, L.A. Knight, who he says, hey, you know, you got to meet my new friend who's behind him here. It's Sanga, who we saw last week help Grayson Waller uh, with his victory over Dexter. And he says, I know you want me, L.A. Knight, but Sanga wants to meet you first. He goes off about him being a Bollywood star or something like that. But Sanga versus L.A. Knight is going to be happening uh, possibly next week. But Yeah, yeah. I was a little confused by this. I mean, first of all, they changed his name. He was like Sarav, and now he's Sanga. Um, and then they, they – I mean, obviously, the A.J. Grayson thing is done. But L.A. Knight like appeared on a uh, backstage segment on Raw because he had like a dark match or whatever. And uh, he had like a little segment with the the dirty dogs, Dolph Ziggler and. Oh, and, I thought it was on SmackDown. He, oh well, my they, bad, I said it was on SmackDown. No, what they're doing is they're they're doing both shows. So what they usually do is like they'll be on SmackDown. Like it was him this week. It was him and Roderick Strong. They'll do a dark match on SmackDown, and then they'll have matches before Raw for main event. So they actually used him like on the digital whatever digital bonus thing after Raw, and it was him with the dirty dogs. And they had like a even Dolph Ziggler even teased like coming down to NXT because they got into a little little spat or whatever. And he's like, oh maybe we'll come down to see you. So I expected the dirty dogs to come out and do something with LA Knight, um, but maybe not. Maybe LA Knight shows up in the Rumble. Who knows? But they're they're definitely teasing something. Uh, between LA Knight and the Dirty Dogs. So it looks like they're going to continue this Grayson wow. Knight thing for now. Wow. NXT legend Bobby Roode, yeah. former NXT champ. Ziggler, I, I think he's had a few appearances, one or two, uh, in NXT back in the day. But Yeah, and, and Bobby yeah, Roode that, and uh, LA Knight, they got to have history, right? They must have been in TNA at the same time at some point. Uh, I don't know if they were, to be honest. I don't know because he was a, a lot later. He was definitely in Impact Days. Uh, we go to a video for WWE 2K22. Are you excited about this new video game? Um, I guess. I mean, my son, me and my son were just playing 2K19 still the other day, so <laughs> I'm not in a rush yeah. to, to get it. Yeah. But um, they, they they showed a couple yeah. interesting things. You know, it's like a GM mode and and this and that. Uh, you know, who knows? I'll probably eventually get it. Um, probably not day one, but I'll, I'll you know I'll get I'll get around to it. Yeah, we we still uh, we still play 2K19 and uh, just download characters and stuff because it's dated now. There's so many wrestlers that aren't even wrestling anymore and, and all that. But we uh, we just download all these other people like Penta in the Joker gear. You you, know, you think you, that. you think that game is dated? Wait till you play the new 2K and like 30 of the people aren't even on the roster anymore. Yeah, true. How many? <laughs> there are gonna be like 12 people in this game. I don't know. They're um, promoting NXT and I mean, UK in it, so who knows who's going to be in the game? Well, you get you if you if you like pre-order, you get the different Undertaker yes. downloads. You get American Badass Undertaker. You get like Ministry Taker. You get the Undertaker with the mask. Yeah, I don't think he's you, ever been in the game, and, or at least not recently. Yeah. Do you also get? Uh, <laughs> do you also get uh, what what what's the uh, the fuck? What other gimmicks did he have in? Uh, I guess we just call him Mark McCool now. Do we get that one with the you want the, the blue, blue lives, lives blue lives matter hoodies? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's making the cut. But you might. But hey, you could do Undertaker Damn. versus Machine Gun Kelly if you want. Yeah, is that was I crazy? He's, or did I see Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah, he's uh he's doing the soundtrack. He's the executive producer of the soundtrack, so they put him in the commercial. 
All right. No Megan Fox? No, no, not yet. I'm sure you can probably download her. MGK should be a special download in the game because so, everyone wants to beat him up. Same with Pete Davidson for some reason, but he's cool. And they're best friends. We go to Odyssey Jones, who's injured, and they mentioned that he could be out till like the fall because of this was it patella injury. So serious, serious injury, and they're wishing him the best. And as do we. Shout out, Odyssey Jones, get better. So you can take out Harland, get revenge. But we go to our next match, which is Io Shirai versus Tiffany Stratton, daddy's little girl. Versus the genius of the sky. Uh, what do you think of Tiffany's music here? It reminds me of like American Rejects or like, you know, Dirty Little Secret or something like that. If you girl. go back and look at Eel's face while the music was playing, it was hilarious. She was like looking at it like, what the hell is playing right now? She was so confused. What he had a lyrics of like, daddy's little rich girl. Yeah, it was, I don't know what was going on. It was pretty <laughs> like bad. Good Charlotte or something. Yeah, which, definitely. Uh, had, I, yeah, definitely had good Charlotte vibes to it. Yeah. I'm going to have to listen to it later to, to be more concise about it. But um, we we see them start here where it's EO kind of uh, taking over Tiffany, but she counters her and throws EO out of the ring, which kind of gets the one up here and kind of smirks. But EO gets back in the ring and shows her how it's done with this huge face buster, sending her flying in the air. Uh, EO then starts taunting her and pretends she's on the phone with her daddy, like, oh, daddy, I'm gone. Like, she's mocking her here. Um, there's then, uh, running the ropes back and forth, back and forth, like four or five times EO is, and then hits her with a running drop kick for a near fall. Tiffany comes back with a series of strikes, and I know her gimmick here, Tiffany, her gimmick is she's daddy's little rich girl, and she locks in the money clip. <laughs> How great. That was great. Damn. She's, she's a real one, this Tiffany. She's got the money clip. The uh, original, what, million-dollar dream here. EO eventually gets out of it. She hits the palm strike to Tiffany, not in the face. Um, and then EO hits the moonsault for the win. But EO beats Tiffany. Damn. Yeah, I mean, you know, Tiffany didn't look that bad in this match. You know, being in the ring with, with EO Shirai, like, everybody's going to look good, I think. But the match was okay for what it was. Um, good little spot for, for Tiffany here. Um, yeah. That was really it. I mean, are we going to see more, like, money-based moves? Are we going to, like, find out who Daddy actually is? Like, the, the more she talks about it, the more I keep thinking, like, it's an actual character they're going to bring it up at some point. Like, who's going to be? Jerry Lawler? Like, it's going to be somebody terrible, right? So I could definitely see that, like, in, in the long run being, like, a, the character. I don't know. I mean, you could have done it. We've already seen him here, but Ted, Di- Ted DiBiase. Yeah, you know, you know, it's funny. I don't in, think no. in, in in NXT UK there's like literally like the same character with um Zaya Brookside, but with that we know who her daddy is because her daddy is Robbie Brookside, who's a, the trainer over there. So she's always on the phone like with daddy, daddy, you know they're treating me wrong here, and you know just sucking up to him so he can help her get better matches or whatever. And it's like the same storyline here. The only difference is we we don't know who daddy is. Yeah, I don't know if we'll see uh, said daddy i think it's still just going to be this imaginary character i hope it's not like shelton benjamin and his you mama. you you say I that just... but you you forget brother love uh who we're gonna, definitely going to see at the mm. valentine's day show right we're going to see brother love and do a segment we have to if he's running the show now. i love you yeah we're gonna yeah, see that probably yeah yeah vengeance day brother love um yeah tiffany didn't show too much here um but i'm not still ruling the the character or the wrestling out um but uh yeah and it's eo i love eo i would like to see bigger things for eo i would like to see her uh move up and give let her let her have a shot on the main roster uh, i think it would be a nice uh 
kind of kicking the kicking kicking the ass to the main roster. Get some of these new people in, like your your Pete Duns and your Roddies and stuff. If you do want to move some things, but speaking of Roddy, we go to him because we go to the Diamond Mine backstage with Roddy training, the Creed Bros training, all of them, and Malcolm Bivens <laughs> calls out Gunther. He says, "Gunther, what an awful name! It should have been Dumbass in all caps." Your legacy, this is your new beginning, huh? Well, this is the new beginning. The Creed Bros are going to win the Dusty Cup, and Rod- Roderick Strong's going to track you down and beat you, and then Ivy Nile is going to stretch you from days to days, from here to your mother's house. So bring your boys, and we'll bring ours. Six-man tag, the big money match. And then Roddy steps in and says, You think you're tough, you European pretty boys? We'll take you down anytime. Oh, no, this isn't Roddy. This is the Creed Bros. Sorry. We'll take you down anytime. No one outtrains us. No one outlasts Roderick Strong. And remember that the Diamond Mine is forever. So they're challenging Imperium to a six-man tag. I was I was surprised that Malcolm was allowed to say that. You know, what an awful name thing. But, like, yeah. I feel like maybe WWE was like, you know what? It is stupid or whatever. So maybe in storyline sense, we know he's Walter. But for whatever reason, he just wants to call himself Gunther. That's what, like, the promo earlier said, right? Like, you know who my name is. Like, we're not going to act stupid. Like, we're just going to erase it. Like, we know my name is Walter. That's a name my parents gave me, whatever he said. But for whatever reason, I want to call myself Gunther. And then him being a heel have people like Malcolm Bivens say, that's a stupid name. Like, at least if you're playing in storyline, like, okay, it's a little bit better. It's still a stupid name. But at least, like, you're not, like, treating the, the audience like we're stupid. Like, we don't know who Walter is. We know who he is. But the character of... of Walter now wants to be called Gunther, and at least people are recognizing that it's dumb. So I'm a little bit okay with that. Like you know, it's it's a little bit different than what they usually do. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fun. I I laughed when he said that line because he starts with it. Gunther, what an awful name, dumbass. Shout out Red Foreman. But yeah, he's he's like he's pretty funny in what he says, and that match sounds awesome. I didn't think uh, the Creed Bros sounded that bad either. Yeah, they were uh, fine. Still actually. some improvement, but also like the, you know, Bivens is there. He's awesome. I'm sure he can give them uh, some promo pointers if he. Yeah, had I think to, but, uh, yeah. the taller one is Julius, right? The one that's like more like slim and yeah. taller. Yeah, he's the better taller. Brutus is the bigger yeah. one. Yeah, Julius is definitely the yeah. guy that has like the pipes. So the guy that can actually like talk. I think. Um, yeah, do you do you see Roddy being eventually kicked out of this group or, or whatnot? Well, or he, this... he's going to be on main event this week, and let's just say this. L.A. Knight got a victory uh, against Cedric Alexander, but Roderick Strong got a loss against T-Bar. So who knows what's happening. T-Bar? Yeah, T-Bar. Which one's T-Bar? T-Bar is Donovan Dijakovic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, remember him. Bring him back. Well, it's funny because like, they're like slowly shedding everything from him except his stupid name. Like He literally like looks like Dijakovic now. But just for whatever reason, they still want to call him T-Bar. So I don't know what's going just on. Just call him Dijak. Might as well, right? Like his name. Like his, no, but they called him Dijakovic, right? Well, yeah. He was originally Donovan, Donovan, Dijak. Donovan Dijak, and yeah. he became Dominic. I don't know. He, no, uh, that's all I They've know. been doing stupid do, stupid names. That's what You know what? You should take 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 Dijakovic and turn him into Casey Jones. Have him with the uh, the, the hockey mask and, and the different weapons. You know? That's right. He, Pete Dunk, give him, cricket. Give, give him the cricket back. We'll talk about cricket later, but make that We're a new character for T-Bar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we go to Trick and Mello, the North American champion, Carmelo Hayes, with Trick Williams. And they say, hey, everybody, please give a warm welcome to our girl here, the WWE Universe, and put some respect on her name. She is the flyest chick to ever step foot in the ring, Ollie Jay, 
And then Ollie J is in the middle of the ring, and the the, tra- the track plays, and she's performing one of her new songs, and it's like she's just kind of rapping over uh, the song as it's playing, and um, yeah, she's uh, it shows clips of of Trick and Mellow just like in the background, uh, like wiling out to her, and then it cuts to clips of Cameron Grimes. <laughs> Weird. And clips of t- Tony D'Angelo because they're about to wrestle next for the North American title contendership thing. But she's like rapping and, and going off. And uh, yeah, what did you what did you think of Ollie J's performance? This uh, was she weird. Okay, foot in I, the I, ring. Yeah, I don't know how to say this nicely, but um, she sucked. Um, but like <laughs> the thing I gotta say is like you had NXT Black and Gold, right? And at the same time, did they have like the NXT Loud, which was like their music division or whatever? Something, and those had some pretty okay artists, right? You had, um, um, Poppy, you had, uh, the other bands that were doing music, whatever. And now I feel like with NXT 2.0, now you have NXT Loud 2.0, where it's musicians or artists, quote unquote, that are in development as well. I looked at this Ali J person and she doesn't like to have a record deal. She doesn't even have like that many songs. She's like literally like just starting. So I feel like she's like literally a music artist in development. Um, I did some research on her. I, I, I looked up some uh, uh, songs. She had a couple okay songs, but this song wasn't that good. Uh, and it looks like she's never performed before in her life. Like, she just stood in one spot and kind of, like, just, you know, went back and forth a little bit. But it wasn't, like, like a performance. She wasn't, like, you know, she wasn't. A, what was that girl? Yeah. Didn't they have that one girl um, at one of the, the, the takeover B-fat. shows? I forgot her name. You know no. what I'm talking about? She was like one Not girl Poppy? that I, no, it wasn't Poppy. It was a rapper also. She was a rapper. She actually was pretty oh. good. I forgot what show it was, but she like actually was like doing a performance. Uh, but this was not it. So I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they're if she's like secretly a wrestler because she <laughs> doesn't have too much like music history behind her. So I don't know if it's like a storyline they're gonna bring her in or what. Um, but they have somebody on their roster already, Nikita Lyons, who is a much better performer. If if you actually look up Nikita Lyons' music, she's a lot better than uh, Ali J is. So uh, I don't Wait, know what's going on with this. Nikita Lyons makes music? Oh, yeah. She's really good, actually. Not, like, really good, but she's a lot better than uh, Ali J is. Yeah, look up. look up. She's actually, like, a singer, and I think she raps a little bit, too. But look up Nikita Lyons, like, on her Instagram page. You'll see, like, her music. She's been doing it for a longer time. Um, so I was expecting, like, wow. Nikita Lyons to debut and, and take her out. Like, at, the way it was going, I felt like it was, like, set up for an angle. Like, she is supposed to suck. And I even thought the, the audience was, like, booing her at one point. I'm like, is this, like, an angle for, like, somebody to come out attacker so i guess we'll find out if they bring her back uh but she is the, the what the theme song of nxt so i don't i have no idea what's going on with this if it's a storyline or what um but uh i guess we'll find out soon enough if it's like a one-time thing or an actual like character she says i am nxt 2.0 yeah that was weird All like the- <laughs> i don't know what that was about like that's that, that that's the first sign that threw me off i'm like why is she like she's a heel like what is going on here and right when she said that the crowd just kind of started booing her right away so i literally was expecting like an angle to come out of it but no it was it was a weird song uh make him fall in love whatever the song was called with random clips yeah. of tony d'angelo and Cameron grimes yeah it's really very weird. weird. Yeah, it's really weird. weird. I, but hey, I love, but but, but, I, I love, but Twitter yeah. was talking about her. Twitter was exploding talking about Ali J. She was very kind yeah. in, in retweeting and liking a lot of things as well. And we sent out an invitation for her to be in the Up Next Rumble. So if you guys uh, go on the Twitter page, Up Next Podcast, and uh, do a little retweet, maybe she'll uh, accept the invitation. That's this is true. Yeah, you did tweet tweet out at her. Her Instagram is more popping. She's got a lot of Instagram yeah. followers, uh, but. Yeah, I mean, Twitter was going wow. I mean, I think it's safe to say, you know, maybe the performance didn't hit quite as well, but uh, 
I think it's unanimous that she's single-handedly saved NXT, and I think it's safe to say NXT 2.0, NXT is is alive and well now that we have Ollie J here on our roster. Uh, yeah, there was lots of people tweeting fun fun things about Ollie J. She she brought us all together. Uh, Ollie J, big fan, yes. big fan yep. of Ollie J. Shout out Ollie J. Uh, Shout you know out what? Ollie maybe. J. D- Maybe we didn't, we didn't, we weren't, I, I'm not into, I love hip hop and I love new music and I love trap artists and the beats and stuff like this, but she was singing or not singing, but rapping over the song that is just the song playing. Yeah. And I think that is really hard to make it sound good. I don't understand why people do that. Just play the instrumental and then rap over it because we've seen the last time we kind of seen live hip hop here on NXT is Hit Row and they were really good at doing it over actual instrumentals. That they were doing, uh, just saying it. It did, did come. But then, I mean, uh, she's all EJ. She's great. Yeah, she's, she's uh, NXT NXT legend. So you think she's gonna wrestle? I don't know. Like it's it's like I, I don't like, think so. Like, I don't know because like doesn't seem like she's not like a huge artist. So um, by the way, the rapper I was talking about was Naomi Fox. She actually had she performed that in your house, Takeover in your house. If you remember, if you go back and watch her, she did like the theme song for Takeover. That was a lot better than this. Um. But um, yeah, I don't. I really don't know what what this deal with this with this girl is. Uh, you know, a lot of times like model models like uh like a Eva Maria whatever want to use wrestling as like a stepping stone. You know, maybe she feels like it's the same thing. She might have seen the reaction tonight. Like, oh, these wrestlers, these wrestling fans love me. Let me try this. Um, you never know. You never know. She might you know dabble in it. We had Bad Bunny last year. Um, with the with the destroyer. Wow. Maybe this this year we'll have Ali J with the Ali J driver. The Ali J driver. <laughs> Yeah, like Jay, Jay Briscoe does a J driver, so she could do. The would J that driver. be her finish? Yeah, yeah. the Ali J driver. Oh, I, th- I mean, if she's in NXT, she's got to do NXT Legend Beth Phoenix uh, implant buster. She can do that. She can- Beth Phoenix looked amazing yeah. on, on on Raw. She took out like ten security guards. Shout out to Beth Phoenix. Yeah, shout out Beth Phoenix. She's amazing. We go to well. This, again, this was a weird music video to promote this match. So it was like a trap hip hop song. And then clips of Tony D'Angelo and Cameron Grimes, who like the the, sto- the beef between them is not really like the his- history there is not long, uh, but anyway, it was just weird. It was yeah, weird. it was like it was like uh, they're, they're also- trying to do they're trying to do their version of my way with Austin and Rock. Like this is not yeah. it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but there's no story between no. these two really yet. It's like it was literally weird. last week's story. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it cuts to Tony D'Angelo backstage. He says, uh, he says, you know, I, you know, I can hear you chirping and, uh, oh no, sorry, this is Grimes talking. Sorry, I, I wrote down, um, the wrong person, but Grimes says he's gonna make him fall and, yeah, he's gonna bust his face and he's got a date with Destiny. Man, I, I'm confused at, I'm confused at who this was. It was this the part where Tony D'Angelo was like talking to his hat? Yes. Fuck. (laughs) Okay. Yes. It was Tony D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo, it cuts from the end of the song. But Tony D'Angelo, it looks like he's talking to his hat. Yep. I thought I was like, dude, how, how stoned am I that, uh, A, I didn't realize this was Tony D'Angelo cutting this. But how, how, why is Tony D'Angelo talking to his hat? Uh, it turns out he's not. And then he just holds his hat and turns around and cuts the promo. But I was uh, definitely confused at that part because the music was still playing. Yeah. Um, he says that he also is NXT 2.0 and he's going to bust Grimes' face in. And he has a date with Destiny at Vengeance Day for the North American title. And that matches next. But we see Tiffany backstage who's on the phone with Daddy. And she says, did you see that? That ref was so unfair. And she's not she's not happy 
about her loss against Io Shirai. So uh, what's going to happen with Tiffany Stratton? Well, she she ran, she ran into Wendy Wendy Chu. She runs into Wendy Chu and she's going to what have a match with her? Maybe that's well, that could they could be a tag team, the sleepy rich girls. I don't know. They could be uh Chuless, like Clueless. Wow. <laughs> well, Chuless. She she, but, she smacked but her they bottle. Do at, she smacked her bottle out of her hand and she was like, what did Chu say? She was like, "Oh, that's my free that's my free refill or something." I guess they get free refills. At uh, at the CWC with their drinks, but she was upset about that. So, well, yeah, what's the yeah? What's the rule with Starbucks? If you bring, you get free refills. That's the new. If you, you know, yeah, someone told me this. Yeah, if you buy your own cup uh, and you bring it back, you can get a free refill. Yeah. Interesting. Shout out Starbucks. Yeah, if you if you I think if you have a Starbucks cup, you're allowed to get a free refill yep. of just drip coffee. Mm-hmm. So that clearly, so it is it is confirmed that's what she's drinking in these cups. I mean, yep. it's pretty much, but coffee wakes you up. So, but she's always still sleeping. But we're gonna so, get this match. Yeah, we're gonna get the match. When we're gonna get against. Yep. Yeah, we're gonna get the the money clip escape into the sleepy matrix spot. Go to sleep. Sure. To go to sleep. Yeah, the, she needs to go. To, yeah, she needs to use go to sleep <laughs> for sure. One hundred percent. Uh, our main event, Cameron Grimes, Tony D'Angelo, winner gets a shot at Hayes for the North American title as Hayes and Trick are on the perch. We get Tony working the back of Grimes early on here and kind of the shoulder, throwing him into the ropes, Irish whipping him, and then catches him into what he looks like he's going for a big boss man slam, but turns it into a backbreaker, which looked pretty cool for a kick out. There's a picture in picture when Tony's just beating down on him and hits a beautiful belly to belly suplex when we come back. There's then a side bear hug as he's working Grimes and wearing him down, but Grimes isn't giving up. He fights back with a running forearm and then another one, but Tony ducks one and hits him with a German suplex, but Grimes hits the full rotation here. This was like some – Tony D'Angelo is the Italian Kurt Angle essentially here hitting this move, but Grimes kicks out. They're then running the ropes, and Grimes hits him with a collision course for a two-count there's then a huge exploder, almost like the Taz suplex, the capture suplex, overhead on Grimes into the turnbuckle. He's throwing him around here. There's then Grimes up top for a moonsault. He slips at one point, but then eventually hits it and gets a two count there. Running boot in the corner and then the crossbody off the top, and he goes for the cave-in, but Tony ducks it. But on the outside, Pete Dunne shows up with a cricket bat. Cricket. And he hits Tony with it, who sells it like he's 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 selling it like he got hit with a cricket bat, but he's also selling it like he's really annoyed. As he gets back in the re- ring, the ref didn't see that shot with the cricket bat. He's kind of on his knees as he's welcomed by the cave-in from Grimes, and Cameron Grimes pins Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, I, I like this match. I, I was really impressed with D'Angelo. I think we got to start calling him Tony D'Angelo. Uh, as you said, the Italian Kurt Angle. He's got to start doing the D'Angelo slam and all that. Uh, he looked really impressive here, but I think the right man won. Uh, that's going to be the match for Vengeance Day. Cameron Grimes and uh, Carmelo Hayes, so that should be a great match. But yeah, uh, Tony D'Angelo didn't didn't look bad at all in this match. Uh, interested to see what they do with him next. I feel like he's the type of character that I can't see staying at NXT too long. Like I don't think he's ever going to get a title there. I feel like he's already like has the character down pat, and I feel like he's going to be somebody who's going to transition pretty soon to the main roster and i think this match here could be a step closer to that yeah i would like it's weird because cameron grimes was doing the like whole GameStop stocks thing that's such a character that would have gotten noticed on the main roster like from 
news outlets and stuff like that. So I'm I'm wondering if you could go back to that. And he still is not wearing his hat. I hope no. that now that he has his Vengeance Day title shot, I hope he wears the hat against Carmelo Hayes because it'll give him good luck uh, going up there for the title. But what do you think? You think he's bringing back the hat, John? Yeah, I don't. He could he could steal Tony D'Angelo's hat. You know, he's he should have talked to his hat more. That's 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 the key to keeping your hat. You got to talk to the talk hat to more. Hats. If you don't if you, if you don't talk to your hat, one day you're just gonna go reach for it, and it's not gonna be there anymore. And unfortunately, that's what happened to to Cameron Grimes. I could just see it. You got to see him talking to his hat. You got to think we're not crazy. He it looked like he was talking to his hat. You know what we like, need? There's we, some we, we, we need a crazy we, gimmicks we, these we, days. We need, we need more wrestlers uh, wearing hats uh, tweets. Shout out to Brock Lesnar yesterday in his cowboy hat. <laughs> hats. Yeah. <laughs> go go give us a follow and look at our trending Brock in hats cuz he's showed up in a different hat this week. So I think I think he saw yeah. the tweet cuz he hasn't worn a hat in a long time, but that that you know, that tweet had some traction. I feel like somebody must have been like, "Hey Brock, look at all these different hats you wear." And he was like, "Oh yeah? Wait till Monday." Watch this. Hold my beer. <laughs> Hold my elk meat. I'm getting a new hat. <laughs> Whatever he this rumble winner brock lesnar i think so happen. yeah uh yeah you know what i liked uh cameron grimes and tony d'angelo here it was uh like it had a lot of the wrestling it, the tony d'angelo i think it was it, he showed me he can do a lot more than than just the silly gimmick obviously it's like a cartoon character i watched uh snl this week and there was P- pete davidson made a joke about some some mafia name guy and then said, oh, that sounds like a mafia pro wrestling character, like an Italian mobster pro wrestling character. So I'm wondering if the writers, someone was like, oh, like Tony D'Angelo is just a stereotypical like, Italian mobster gimmick here. But he, the wrestling is actually there. So I, I am entertained by uh, the stuff I've seen from him. And this continues the Pete Dunn feud. Now we're introducing the cricket bat. We have the crowbar versus the cricket bat. I'm say I'm sorry to say that I think a crowbar would probably win in that fight because you could rip the cricket bat into pieces. But uh, if Shaun of the Dead has taught me anything, or Ninja Turtles has taught us anything, John, that the cricket bat is also a very good weapon. Oh yeah, you can swing that crowbar right out of your hand. But right on Pete Davidson for a second. If he does make this, you heard about the story with him like taking like an abandoned Staten Island ferry and turning it into a nightclub. That's what the article is. Oh, yeah, right. okay. he was talking I, about that. Yeah, it's I true. Would, I would it's definitely, true. I would definitely go there. I would definitely check it out. So, he, yeah, um, Pete Davidson and Colin Jost, uh, who yep. I've seen wrestle at WrestleMania. WrestleMania yes. superstar Colin yeah, Jost yeah. Uh, and Pete Davidson have bought this St- Staten Island ferry that is like just been chilling, and they're turning it into a bar slash like club for Staten Island. That sounds so, awesome. I'd check yeah. it out. Yeah, I would. I would go to that. M- maybe Kim Kim Kardashian would show up. Yeah, probably not. I mean, Scar- Scarlett Johansson, because Colin Jost is uh, Miss Mr. Johansson. Yeah, yeah, she'll probably show up. Yeah. Hey, are we gonna go? Oh yeah, let's go. The Wu Tang, the Wu Tang would definitely show up too. Oh yeah, the Staten Island. Oh for sure. Very. For sure. They should perform opening night. Opening night. Get Wu. Opening yeah, P. Davidson had a rap song with Met the Man on SNL, right? The the walk yeah, Staten yeah. Island. Yeah. Book it. Book it. Book uh, it. So the main event, Cameron Grimes is gonna face. Um, Carmelo at Vengeance Day, and I'm I'm super stoked for that match. I think that'll be a banger as well. I can't see Grimes winning, but I mean, we'll definitely be all cheering for him in his corner. But Hayes is on quite a run, so I don't know if that title change is going to happen necessarily. Uh, but there is a segment after this because we see Braun Breaker leaving 
the arena. He's in the parking lot. And if you know anything about NXT, doesn't matter if it's Full Sail or the CWC. Parking lots in NXT are bad news. And it's a bit of a throwback here, staying on the character, on brand here, as Legato del Fantasma show up in their fancy cars and looking like they're either going to A, kidnap Braun, because that's what they used to do, yeah. or beat him up, because they do that to people too. They just love attack. It's GTA style. They love showing up, pulling up. The block is hot here in the parking lot with all of them, and they look like they're all going to beat the shit out of Braun when he does have a friend. He's got a friend in Tommaso Ciampa who stands beside him here. And then they yell, uh, vamonos, vamonos. And they all get in the car. And as they're about to leave, they say next week, three on two, Legato versus Braun and Ciampa. And then they drive off. See ya. Yeah. All right. And that's are, NXT. Yeah. Are, are, is it going to stay on? Is it going to say two on three or is it going to be three on three? And we see a, a, a former. Uh, do-it-yourself member join up with Champa and you Breaker. Think John, you think Johnny's going to show up to help Champa and Breaker versus Legato? No, not at I all. No, you never know. You never know. What? I'm, I was Why? surprised. I was that surprised, doesn't make any sense. I was surprised Champa came back at all. Well, when I saw Pete Dunn, I should have been like, okay, maybe maybe Champa's coming in because the whole you know rumor was they were going to get called up or whatever. Um, so who knows if they're gonna, this is going to be their, their last programs officially? We, I feel like we keep saying that every time Champa and Dunn have programs give me their last program but they keep coming back um now i'm really joking about the the gargano thing but i guess it's gonna stay at two on three i don't know it's a little weird i don't know i don't see johnny if johnny ever did come back his story is with grayson waller obviously but um champa yeah it's interesting so champa there's some rumors that he might show up on the main roster for good, he he his hair his his beard is definitely different. Like he dyed it darker yeah, or something. He, he's got he, the he, less. Yeah, 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 he dyed it when he when he showed up on main event. He was there for like two weeks having matches, uh, and he dyed his hair so his beard black. Yeah. So what did Vince watch them again and go? Actually, I don't like them. Send them back to. The I, I, is that I like, guess like, because it was it was it was this guy's Chomp- amazing. It was Champa and Pete Dunn for a couple weeks, and now it's La Knight and Roderick Strong, and now this week it's like Io Shirai and Dakota Kai, who I feel like Dakota Kai. Must have been called up like ten times at this point. I don't know what's going on with her. Um, who knows? I have no idea what's going on. Honestly, it's like it's. I can't even predict what's going to happen to any of these wrestlers. Unfortunately. Yeah, that's really that's really weird. I, I think Champa is just a just crazy talented performer that they have here. Yeah, he's doing stuff here in NXT. He could be going into the trainer phase, but he's still jacked. He's still awesome, and he he's. I think he's got a lot left in the tank. Uh, is what it seems, and and same with a lot of these guys. I, I look watching Roderick Strong for years as well. It's like, man, I just want to see Roddy get his flowers, and I think he did uh, with his time in NXT finally. But um, and and still now he's still doing stuff. But you know why not bring the the Creed Bros and Roddy up or whatever, or or push Io Shirai or just some of these people that have just been here and can show and can prove that they can get over and, and stuff. And Champ is definitely one of them. So it's, it is interesting seeing him here, but it makes sense with Braun because he, he lost to Braun and well, they had the respect thing and, and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah. So next week, handicap match two on three. Uh, but what did you think of this week's NXT? What were some highs and lows for you? Um, it was okay. Um, you know, a lot of hype with Ali J. Like, I don't know if half of that was even serious, but a lot of people were talking about her. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be talking about her again after <laughs> this performance. Um, but the matches are good. I, I think my match of the night was definitely the opener with Jacket Time and um, 
who did they fight? Uh, MSK. That was a really good match. Uh, the main event was okay. I think every match was pretty good. It wasn't like any like match that like really stunk up the joint. Um, it wasn't like you know the best show, but it's definitely been on the better end of the this rebrand since they started. Yeah, I actually I agree. I really liked the opening match, Jacket Time and MSK. It was pretty good. Uh, I actually liked uh, I liked Boa and Solo Sokoa. You know what? Yeah. Nothing on this show, nothing on this show made me uh, overly groan or anything as NXT 2.0 has definitely done. I know last week it looked like the ratings had been down, like in the five hundred thousands or something for NXT. But uh, if they continue to put on like good wrestling is still something I, I i know they they do a lot of the quicker shorter matches and i wish we'd have it's a problem AEW has as well it's like less segments and more time on like the matches and stuff and yelling things at me and stuff like slow it down a little bit uh but at least they've added the vengeance day which we kind of thought they would and it's something to look forward to like one of these like almost pay-per-view or premium events but on a Tuesday, and it's actually after Valentine's Day. So any of you yep. people in, in relationships or couples, you don't have to worry about it actually taking place on the 14th because it's just on the 15th. So everything's done. Chocolate's on sale that day. So go get some <laughs> chocolate and watch Vengeance Day because it'll yeah. be great. So yeah, you, yeah, don't, you, don't have, you, don't have, you don't have to watch Monday Night Raw on Valentine's Day. You can skip that and just watch Vengeance Day the next oh. day. I'll tell you what, though. if You said ratings were down last week. If the ratings go up uh, for this week, I feel like we're going to see Ali J. Ollie J. <laughs> Ollie J. Yeah, look, hey, here we are making fun of her performance, but uh, I think there's there's room for improvement. But obviously the whole internet and everybody and uh, probably all their male demographic are like, hey, more Anna J here in NXT. So NXT 2.0 is Ollie J. Yeah. Ollie J I'll, is I'll be lo- NXT. I'll be, I'll be looking very closely at uh, Brandon Thurston and Russell Namas' charts for this particular show and look at the quarter segments and see how they did for uh, Ollie J. Yeah, I'm sure they're through the roof. Yes. I want to see graphs and charts and everything yes. about the ratings and demo, all that for NXT. Uh, there is some feedback. If you join us on Facebook, there's a Facebook page for Up Next. You can like it, but there's a Facebook group you can join, and we all post fun things in there, including feedback threads for the show. And I have it open here, and I go to a Mr. Alberto, a.k.a. Oh. Scrump. Oh, okay. Scrump. Long time, first time. No, love you, Scrub. He says, shout out Ollie J. I'll tell you what, That's a lot it. of people that, that haven't watched NXT in a long time, I heard them talking about NXT today. So I feel like a lot of people that never watched 2.0 or stopped watching it definitely tuned in for some segments, including a, a Mr. Scrum, possibly. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Ollie J equals ratings. Uh, I'll read the next one because that one was really short. From okay. Corey, who writes in, that Ollie J performance was real bad like outstandingly so big banter eo with her mocking tiffany's daddy girl gimmick was great though hope eo finds a decent partner for the dusty classic no idea who though hopefully the solo boa feud is over and solo can move on anyways hey brady how do you feel about supposedly showing up to oh eo supposedly showing up i was like wait am i showing up to smackdown (laughs) he says how do you feel about eo showing up to smackdown probably for a dark match yeah uh, as i kind of said earlier i hope we do get to see EO get a, a big push. I thought she was a huge star here in NXT, and I think pushing her on a main roster with more eyes can definitely uh, make her an uh, even bigger star. But selfishly, I'd rather her go do other stuff outside of WWE at this point just because uh, it'd be a little bit more interesting. But, yeah. Who do you think is going to be her partner, John? 
Uh, who did I say earlier? You uh, mentioned Asuka or Ky- yeah, not Kyrie. Asuka, Kyrie. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's going to be yeah. Kyrie. I feel like it's going to be somebody that's already there. I mentioned somebody. I totally forgot who it was, but I mentioned somebody yeah. who could be EO's partner. Um, but yeah, it should be interesting. Let's, we'll see. We'll see who it is. Let's go to Sh- Sean McTeer here, who says, really good show tonight. <laughs> Sorry, but my son Lorenzo over here playing music. Really good show tonight. <laughs> Great opening tag match between MSK and Jacket Time and a really good Falls Count Anywhere match outside of Solo's Burns miraculously healing between Boa and Solo. The women's trios match had some rough spots, but got better as it went on, and it was a nice win for Persia. Not a fan of the purgatory EO is in right now, but she did a great job helping Tiffany Stratton shine tonight, and Tiffany herself looked solid. Anyway, the Ali J performance shoved into the middle of the show was awkward AF. Totally unnecessary. But other than that, I thought the show flowed really well and solid action in backstage segments and vignettes. Really, really good main event between Grimes and Tony D as well. Also, nice seeing Pete Dunn back from the dead and Champa backing up Breaker. Really looking forward to next week. Yeah, so they got some things moving forward in pieces and places. Definitely some some interest. We go to Dylan, who says, honestly, the only bit of tonight I really had an issue with was Ollie J. Bring back Poppy. Besides that, the show had ups and downs, but no real bad parts. Von Wagner got a manager, so he doesn't have to talk ever again, which is good. Imperium versus Diamond Mine looks fun. And if Gunther is still presented like Walter, I can get over it. If they change up his character too, though, I will be pissed. Sign me up for Grimes and Hayes at Vengeance Day. Looks like we'll also get Breaker Escobar, Mandy Kaylee Ray, and Imperium Dusty Cup winners at that show. Frank yeah. Sumo. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, sorry. Oh, well, wait, no. At Vengeance Day, it's going to be the finals, no? Uh, at Vengeance Day, it's okay. going to be the finals of the Men's Cup, they said. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the winner of that will face Imperium at a later time. Yeah. Yeah. We go to Fire Frank Sulo, who says, Safe travels, Davey. Shout out, Ali. The MSK Jacket Time opener was a banger, and the six-woman tag was pretty good as well. Solo went over strong in the street fight. Main event was pretty solid and looking forward to Grimes versus Mello, and good to see Peter Dune back with Cricket bat in hand. Cricket, nobody understands Cricket. You got to know what a crumpet is to understand Cricket. Shout out to <laughs> Ninja Turtles. Yes. Uh, Davey Portman's favorite movie of all time. <laughs> you got to listen to the review. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to find out. And finally, we go to Kevin, who writes in, Really enjoyable show tonight. Opener was solid. Solo and Boa had a nice street fight. Women's trio was what it needed to be. And Glad Grimes is going to get a one-on-one shot. Bodie Hayward gives me those NXT Bo Dallas vibes, and I'm all for it. Diamond Mine versus Imperium. <laughs> yeah. Diamond Mine versus Imperium next week. Can't wait. And question, what NXT executive or talent made a mistake at an Orlando adult establishment or went too far in the DMs, and instead of getting sued, they decided to let Ollie J perform. <laughs> oh my god! Wow! Oh um, wow! Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. That's I'm not going to answer that question. But um, yeah. Shout out to Ollie J. Yeah, shout out to NXT 2.0. What a what a crazy week! There was some good wrestling, and they threw in a musical guest that uh, really didn't hit. Uh, but uh, the, the needle will move when people see Ollie J showed up. They'll be like, who? And then when they see this is what she looks like, the the ratings will go through to the moon, possibly. So, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really curious what's going to happen with Ollie J. I'm looking at her Twitter now to see if there's any updates. And now she's just retweeting uh, just random fans. So, yeah. No Ollie Shout J. Shout out Ollie J. I'll be. I'll be. Shout you know out you. I, I, I'll suggest myself. I'll volunteer to be on Ali J Watch for the next uh, couple days, just to make sure you know everything's <laughs> good. 
I'll just watch all her posts and everything. And I'll keep you guys updated if there's any uh, uh, updates. She should join Trick and Mellow. Like, she should join their crew. She should be, like, the another manager for him here. Yeah. Except I, it's like Hit Row, Hit Row where she's the rapper. I was going to say, remember them. when NXT had a, had a good female rapper? Yeah. B-Fab. Shout out B-Fab. Shout out B-Fab. All right. Shout out B-Fab. Uh, shout out you, John Cena, for joining me here today, filling in for Mr. Davey P, who is traveling to the UK. But um, appreciate you you joining me here today. Uh, where can the people find you and listen to more of you? Yeah, everything? absolutely. Every Wednesday, Shot in the Dark for free on the Up Next feed. Uh, follow me on all your social medias, including Twitter at CinoEvil, C-N-O-E-V-I-L. And do me a favor. Uh, while Davey's traveling right now, I want everybody to go on Twitter and tweet at Davey. And ask him which movie that he ended up seeing. So when he turns on his phone in the UK, he's going to get flooded with all these uh, messages uh, asking about what he watched. Yeah. Just to make him feel uh, also, uh, special. Also ask, him, also ask him what the actual password is for our <laughs> Zoom login. Or we would have started a lot earlier tonight if he gave me the right one. No, I love yeah. you, baby. But you did give me the wrong password. Motherfucker. Uh, so, John, thank you. Yes, listen to Shot in the Dark. It's on this feed where you, John, talk all the other wrestling and stuff. So... Uh, it's super awesome to listen to in 15 minutes or less. You can get all your little tidbits on everything you didn't watch or did watch this week in the world of wrestling because there's so much to watch and to consume. But thank you for consuming this podcast. I will be back tomorrow night with BD Elite, and uh, I'm going to be joined by Bodyslam.net. The man's name is Cassidy Haynes. He's going to be joining me. We uh, linked up in New York uh, Grand Slam, and I was like, hey, man. Uh, I would love to do a show with you sometimes. I know you just meant you mentioned earlier you were with him at GCW. So uh, yep. we'll chat all about some AEW tomorrow. We'll go live on Twitch at 10.15 Eastern time. Uh, but then, of course, the pod will be up here. And, of course, you want to listen to all the other podcasts. Patreon.com slash up next is how we do the damn thing. Um, it's uh, what we do for a living. And we appreciate all the support. And we've put out so many podcasts. There's all the retro NXT reviews was next. We go through NXT. We're in 2013. We have best match ever. We have so many out. We have a up yours where Frank picked Ninja Turtles 1990 OG movie. That was awesome. We also have Royal Rumble 2000 review, which is coming out this week. So, so many things. And of course the up next rumble is going to be absolutely bonkers, and that one is free. So, so many things, guys. Join the Facebook group if you haven't. Follow us on Twitter for all the updates. And, uh, yeah, crazy week. Crazy week. Rumble week. Rumble, young man, rumble. John, thank you. I will, uh, I'm sure I'll be talking with you in the near future. And thank you guys for listening as well. I, myself, Brayden Harrington. I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram at the Bray. D and I have a TikTok now, but I just Ooh. I'm too old enough to figure it out. But hey, go follow me there too, and maybe teach me or show me how to use it properly. But at the Brady as well. Thank you, and we'll be back. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And uh, shout out Anna J one last time because uh, yeah, shout out Ollie J as well, but Anna J too. Anna J. Oh man, <laughs> what did I say? Anna J. Yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, shout out Anna J as well. But uh, yeah. One love to Ollie J. Good night. Goodbye. Whether it's Kroger's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar 
or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.